Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Middle of the week already, huh? Well, we yeah. we have we have made it to Wednesday. I guess that's what happens when you uh, when you start off with a holiday for a lot of people. Even though we were here on Monday, it was like nobody else was, and so you know it kind of takes a little while longer or something like that. But here we are on Wednesday, middle of the week, and it's Sports Talk Mississippi. I know that rationale didn't make sense there, Mister Walking Bully. Hope that Ole Miss fan's happy. Wore another MSU shirt. Two more to go. Okay. How many do you have? <laughs> a lot. Okay. Quite a few. Was, uh, just was curious. Coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort is the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. You can visit them online at dancingrabbitgolf.com to book a tee time or schedule your trip today. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, you want to be part of the conversation? Join us, won't you? On the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Really big story. Developed. um, That's not fair to say developed. It has been developing for a really long time. In some ways, it reached its nadir last night. And you got the release of... 42 of the 48 players who are going to be playing in the London event for the Live Golf Tour. Yeah, this is the one where where Phil is, if if you're not up to speed on this, it's the one where Phil was talking about the Saudis. It is a, uh, it's an alternative to the PGA Tour and to what was the European Tour that is now known as the DP Global Tour or DP DP World Tour. Um, and they're throwing a bunch of money at it, and all of the money is coming from the Saudi investment fund, and it is uh, backed by Mohammed bin Salam. MBS is what he's kind of called across the board. If you've never read anything about him, he is a wildly cunning and smart and vindictive and nasty guy. All those things. I mean, he he was not in the line to the throne of Saudi Arabia. 
and basically just kind of plugged himself in and built a bunch of alliances around himself and made himself so indispensable that he's probably on his way to that um, in the uh, in the future. But there was a bombshell within that announcement last night, and that it was that uh, that two-time major champion Dustin Johnson is going to play on the Saudi tour, on on the Live Golf Tour, starting next week in London. And this is a really big name. Dustin Johnson is absolutely one of the marquee names. He is one of the stars on the PGA Tour. And don't roll your eyes when I say stars on the PGA Tour, right? There's Tiger, and then there's a big chasm, and then there was Phil, and a small chasm, and then a group of about ten guys that, that kind of fall into the third group. And those ten guys were Rory, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, basically the top ten players in the world, but they never had the star power of Tiger and Phil. And Dustin Johnson was absolutely part of that group. And for 15 years now, he's been one of the best players on the PGA Tour. Inconsistent, flawed, some suspensions that we've heard about that we haven't really heard about along the way. Some kind of a bad boy. suspensions. Yeah. yeah Double well, secret probation are. and all that stuff. Yeah, that's how they all work, though, in uh, in professional golf on the PGA Tour. They don't talk about any suspensions, any discipline. They protect that brand better than anybody in sports, man. They really do. I do wonder if we're going to see a test of that policy about never talking about discipline. Is it finally going to be public? Yep. So, Jay Monahan back in May... Jay Bonahan, by the way, is the, the PGA Tour commissioner. Leading up to, to the PGA Tour's flagship event, the Players' Championship, at TPC Sawgrass in, in, in Ponte Vedra. I said in May. That was in... Was that May? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they redid the schedule. Am I crazy, Borky? Or did they move it back to March? No, it's, it's Masters in Whatever doesn't matter. Whenever it was, that's it was been March. And that's when they had the... Uh, come on, hey, Dad, aren't you ready to jump right in there? I, I don't know the answer to that question. I'll just go ahead and tell you. Yeah, it's Masters in April, PGA in May, U.S. Open in June, Open Championship in July. And they moved the P, the players back to March from May where it was for, for a few years ago. Uh, anyway, basically said anybody that, that defies this rule and tries to play will be disciplined by the tour, fined, disciplined, and or suspended potentially for life. So that's all the news on this. Most of the news, anyway. What do you make of it? What do you make of Dustin Johnson saying, I'm okay with being suspended for life from the PGA Tour? There's so much to unpack with this, and obviously that that's the first thing, right? Because the field generally, it stinks. I mean, there is nothing about this field that makes me want to seek it out and try to watch it. And uh, hand-raised, I've got to remember, and, and a lot of people talking about this have to remember, the Saudis are not in this to make money. 
They print money. They've got unlimited money. They've got as much as they want no matter what. This is not a capitalist venture for them. This is sports-washing atrocities that they commit and public relations, basically, is what this is. They don't care if they make a dime. But this isn't drawing me, and I couldn't care less. Um, But Dustin Johnson has decided, a guy that has earned over $70 million on course, number three all time, Mm-hmm. Assuming endorsements have gotten him up close to $100 million, if not over $100 million, has decided that another $100 million is worth damaging his career possibly forever. And if anybody were to make that decision, he's the least surprising of them all. If you really you know, think about who Dustin Johnson is, does, does he strike you as a guy that really cares about his reputation in the sport of golf? No. No, I, I I think that's like the thing here, right? Dustin Johnson doesn't care. No. People said, "Oh, Dustin Johnson, not all that smart." Well, he may not be all that smart. He just doesn't care. He was he engaged to Paulina Gretzky for a decade. <laughs> like, so, so, so he cares about his wife now, Paulina. He's got a couple of kids that he cares about. He cares about his family. He cares about his close friends, and that's it. And do you know how much easier his life just got? But the thing is, what, what, what blows my mind about him, so, so there, there are three distinct categories of people that have signed on to this thing. Mm-hmm. Dustin Johnson on an island by himself. Superstar. Superstar in his prime, one of, if not the best player in the world, depending on what week it is. A bunch of has-beens, Sergio Garcia, Lee Westwood, those kind of guys. And then people whose names you're like, wait, who still is this very guy? good players, good players, but, but not they're on the downhill side. Yes, and then a bunch of never wases. Brooks Kepka's brother, for example, is competing in this tour. Not Brooks Kepka, his brother. <laughs> please, please, please tell me his name is Fred. I want it to be Fred. His name Chase. is Chase Kepka. Chase Kepka. Chase um, <laughs> good enough. And Mississippi Bill would have worked. Andy Ogletree. Bill, Bill yeah. I would have accepted Bill, yeah. But but Ogletree's in it. And Andy the, Ogletree. He is a guy that I understand more than DJ, because if you understand how hard it is to make it, it's people say baseball is the hardest professional sport to make it in. It's golf. Golf is the most difficult sport to quote-unquote make it in. The I mean, Braden Thornberry won the national championship. Right, individual national championship in men's golf. He can't even get top tens on the Corn Ferry Tour. He's grinding and scrapping and clawing to just break even in professional golf, years removed from his national championship. Great player, elite player, not making any money. So I understand people like Ogletree taking this because it's millions of dollars, it's assurances, it's guarantees in a sport that gives you nothing. You're guaranteed nothing. Dustin Johnson, it blows my mind a guy that's got around $100 million of earnings is willing to sell his soul for money when if he had a decent financial advisor, he could live like a king today for the rest of his life. To sign on for something like this, I understand less than these young no-name guys trying to make it because they get assurances that they don't currently have. DJ's got $100 million of assurances. 
Well, and you don't know how much of the hundred million he's got left. I mean, yes, the whole financial advisor thing is important, but people with money want more money, and more money for less work is generally a formula that people sign on for. Let's talk about this more when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. It's your normal congestion downtown Jackson, otherwise the interstates 55, 20, and 220 all running clear. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. This is Michael Cassidy. I've spent my career as a fighter pilot in the Navy, and now I'm running for Congress in the Republican primary here in Mississippi's 3rd District. Our district represents the best of America. We're pro-life, pro-American, and pro-Trump. But Congressman Guest has not upheld these principles. Congressman Guest voted to give $1.1 billion of your taxpayer dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. He's voted to bring in an unlimited number of foreign workers that take our jobs and suppress our wages. And he was one of the few Republicans to join Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats in voting for the January 6th Commission. Unlike guests, I oppose sending even one penny of your money to Planned Parenthood. I support securing our border, limiting foreign worker visas, a moratorium on legal immigration, and banning foreign ownership of U.S. land. I'll fight to fix our country's broken election system and get President Trump back in the White House in 2024. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-Trump, America first Republican running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. Does your driveway need a little spring because your tired vehicle has sprained its sprung? Well, then you need to bring your brung to Pinnacle Motors. Steve Owen and the friendly staff at Pinnacle Motors can up your game and get your ride back to where it should be. If they don't have it, they'll work for you in finding the best pre-owned car, truck, and SUV that's been inspected and has a warranty. They're also still buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. The summer of savings is still on during the extended Memorial Day sale at Miss Kelly's. Start with savings up to 15% off. Plus, with 60 months special financing, there's no money down required. Need new furniture now? We have over $32 million of in-stock inventory ready for you today. Like this reclining sofa for only $7.99 or this beautiful queen bed only $4.99. Your summer of savings is here during the extended Memorial Day sale at Miss Kelly's. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Or Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. You know the name of that song, don't you? 
What's the name of the song? Hurricane. Uh, I was I was trying to decide if you were uh, making some reference to Dustin Johnson's no. alleged past there, or if oh it was no, otherwise no. no, that was more of just like uh, weather humor, I guess. Yeah, not sure when the uh, Coral Gables Regional is going to begin. Maybe Sunday. Maybe, Maybe Monday. Sunday. So the the question that I was kind of getting to. Allegedly, rumored, Dustin Johnson is going to get more than $100 million to go play eight events a year. Eight. I don't know that Dustin Johnson has won more than $10 million on the golf course in a season in his career. I'd have to pull up his year-by-year results. He might have had a year where he went slightly over $10 million. But the best golfers in the world, unless they have an absolutely crazy season that includes winning the FedEx Cup championship and that $10 or $15 million prize, the best guys in the world, the top 10... Never eclipsed 10, year. got closest in 15-16 where he played 22 events and made 9.3. Okay. But most guys that are elite, that are top 10 or 15 on the money list each year are going to make $7 million on course. And then they're going to make, you know, depending on who you are, somewhere between 7 and $20 million off the course in terms of endorsements. Dustin Johnson is going to make, and, and, and I don't know the length of time. It's not, working. I don't think it's $100 million to go play in eight events this year, period, and he's going to get another $100 million next year. No, there, there's obligations and stuff attached to this. It's not as cut and dry um, with the Saudis, especially as you just come play in eight events and then go home and do nothing else, and we'll give you a hundred mil. There's more to it than that. Sure. And again, don't know the the length of the contract. Don't know how long the league's going to last. Don't oh, know forever, if the money if is. They want it to. Well, if they want it to, yes. Don't know if the money's going to be paid up front, if it's going to be paid out over time. A lot of questions. But Dustin Johnson is signing on for this not because he's going to have to work harder and make less money. Right? Hey, Dad, you're not signing up for that job, are you? You know what? We would like you to come work for us. We know you've got it pretty good. We want you to work harder, and we're going to pay you less. Yeah, I'm not in. I'm not interested. However, on the flip side... Hey, hey, Dad. We we know you got it pretty good. We would like you to come and work about a third the schedule that you're currently working. Ooh. And we would like to pay you uh, five times what you're currently making. Well, that sounds delightful. Would you like me to tell you more? Yes, I, I, you have. You had my curiosity. And now you have my attention. So, so Borky, even even for a guy who's made seventy million on the course, or seventy five million on the course, and has probably made that much again off the course in terms of sponsorship. I mean, it's he wasn't to... about to stop working, right? He was going to continue playing on the PGA Tour, and then this new offer comes along, and he's like, "Wait, I can spend the next ten years playing eight to ten events a year." 
And we're going to sue the PGA Tour so that I might be able to still play there also because we are independent contractors and probably should be able to work, and I'm not sure that they can dictate that we can't go work elsewhere. And probably a pretty good shot that I'm going to be eligible to play in the majors. This doesn't seem like the worst idea ever. When you gas, explain gas it like is four dollars a gallon, guys, we got to do what you got to do. No, and it, it, there, there's validity to that. People that are demonizing him have never been offered a hundred million dollars. It's very easy to say, "Oh, I would have never taken that." When, when it's not you that is being offered that amount of money, I'm not demonizing the guy, but he. It, there's one key element that's being missed here. You're signing a contract with the Saudi government. You, you know what they do, and why they have the money that they do. And how the commissioner of this well, they have tour, the money that they have because of their oil and other and, and, things. Yeah, but their, their their oil is what is. I mean, that's the that's the undercurrent for all of this. Sure, but the Greg but, Norman, but, the commissioner of the league, has in a press conference uh, passes off the slaughtering of a journalist as mistakes that that's tough to sign up for. There's a reason that Dustin Johnson is the only elite-level player that signed up for this thing. I mean, it's not like it's take this $100 million or get zero. It's continue playing professionally in America for a lot of money with significant sponsorship dollars and appearance fees that you get for just showing up. I mean, a guy like Dustin Johnson... Does not have to grind his way to his money. He gets appearance fees just for playing in events here, not to that amount. But Rory said no. John Rahm said no. Scotty Scheffler said no. Jordan Spieth said no. Everybody else on top of their game said no, besides Phil Mickelson, who's got gambling debt, apparently, to tens of millions of dollars, and Dustin Johnson. That, that's what's intriguing to me is that those everybody else that I just mentioned chose to take less money to stay on tour as opposed to getting in bed with the Saudis and making more money. So I finished um, I finished the uh, the the Phil Mickelson book last week, and it's. The release of the excerpts to generate buzz about the book served its intended purpose because it generated buzz about Alex Shipman's book. But the release of the excerpts, it's it's frankly a disservice to the book because the book is spectacular. Like 400 interviews that Shipman did with people that have been in and around Phil's orbit since he was in high school. And it tells his story, and he's complicated. And yes, I think Phil needed the money to some degree because of the gambling debts. But I don't think Phil and Amy are, were about to go into the soup kitchen. So, so maybe he needed an infusion of cash to continue to live at the same level that he has been living, where he just gambles on anything that moves gambles on which way the wind is going to blow five minutes from now without looking at a forecast. Maybe he wanted to continue to do that, and he wants to buy another plane, and he wants to travel all over. I I don't know. But it's not just gambling with Phil. 
Phil fancies himself as the smartest guy in the room. He He's the guy that wants and needs to be the center of attention. And people love him for that sometimes. But he also wants to drive the agenda, and he's done it for his entire career. And I genuinely think he saw this as an opportunity to push the PGA Tour into a corner so that he could get more, but not just to get more for the sake of getting more money. It was about getting more control and more power. Whether you like him or not, Phil Mickelson was the driving force behind the change for the United States Ryder Cup team slash organization. If, uh, if you're not a golf person, you probably don't remember the post-Ryder Cup press conference after Tom Watson was the captain and the United States just got destroyed. And Phil called him out at the, 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 the loser's press conference. People are asking questions, and Phil was like, yeah, I mean, basically we had no leadership this week. He did what he wanted to do instead of taking any input, and that's not been the formula for success. It wasn't the, the formula for success when we won with, with Zinger as the captain. I mean, threw him under the bus, backed it up a couple of times, dug a hole, threw him in that, and then poured dirt on top of it. But that set into motion the point by which Phil was the driving force for change and how the United States handled the Ryder Cup, how they prepared for it, how they built continuity from year to year, and it resulted in this big, huge win that they had a year ago. That was kind of the culmination of his work behind the scenes. I think Phil fancied himself in that role with this Saudi live golf thing. He's not trying to be a stand for MBS and Saudi Arabia and their human rights record. He's trying to get something that he wants from the PGA Tour, and he thought that this was just a tool to use it. Probably pretty serious miscalculation, but I'm not sure that it was the evil that it's been portrayed as or portrayed as by so many. Hey, Dan, I know you're excited to know that we might could come back to this conversation a little bit later this afternoon. Let's do that. But we well, are going to well, press you talked earlier. Let's say you talked earlier about, you know, getting paid more to do less work. That's sort of where I am right this second. Hunt Palmer will By all means. talk some LSU baseball when we come back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 70. For Thursday, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 91. Thursday evening, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 69. And for your finally Friday, mostly sunny conditions, a slight chance of afternoon showers, high near 89. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? I'm Michael Guest. To get America back on the right track, we must return to conservative policies and principles. 
That means protecting our constitutional rights, liberties, and freedom. Getting government out of the way so our economy can grow. To stop inflation and bring down prices. I'm honored to serve as your congressman, and I'm asking for your vote on June the 7th. With your support, we will put America first, now, and for our children's future. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. A stronger, healthier Mississippi starts with the right managed care. Managed with integrity. Amerigroup brings over 30 years of experience partnering with Medicaid programs throughout the country and a deep commitment to Mississippi. So far, we've invested over $3 million to improve the overall health of our communities. Amerigroup of Mississippi. Managed care. Managed with integrity. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Callaway's has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi voters from both sides will head to the polls Tuesday to choose their congressional nominees heading into the general election in November. Secretary of State Michael Watson went over some important deadlines. Number one, obviously, if you're going to absentee vote, the deadline in person is this Saturday at noon, so make sure you don't forget that. If you're voting absentee by mail, the deadline would be election day. You have to have it postmarked on election day and has to be received within five days. As we've done in the past and will continue to do in the future, we'll have people all around the state from our office observing uh, the different polling locations around Mississippi. So if you see anything, please let us know. I'll be out there myself, so you may see me in one of your precincts. Voters are required to show photo ID at the polls. If you don't have that, you will be entitled to cast an affidavit ballot. And remember that you're prohibited from taking pictures of your marked ballot. For all things sports, news, and more in the Magnolia State, head on over to supertalk.fm. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to primeshrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. 
Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's time to get real. Real Sports Talk for Mississippi. It's time for you to get real with it. Sports Talk Mississippi continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday afternoon. Just a couple of days away from the start of postseason baseball play. And a lot of conversation this week about the Hattiesburg Regional Southern Miss hosting in Hattiesburg, LSU, a team that wanted to be hosting. I think a lot of people expected to be hosting, but they end up as a two-seed, not too terribly far from home, headed to Hattiesburg. Hunt Palmer joins us right now. He's co-host of Hunt and Hill. That's 12-2 to 2 on 104.5 ESPN in Baton Rouge. Hunt, appreciate a few minutes of your time. Hey, what was the reaction from LSU fans uh, when the, the, the regional pairings came out and it was indeed LSU on the road as opposed to playing at the box? It was a roller coaster there the last two weeks. LSU was in, in pretty good shape, and then Ole Miss comes in and sweeps them, and you think that, that hope is done, and then all of a sudden they go to Nashville and just blow Vanderbilt out for three days, and you're kind of thinking, okay, they're, they're right back in the mix. You get that, that uh, Wednesday win against Kentucky in the SEC tournament, kind of feel good about it but once they lost the next two you saw the rpi drop to 25 um, they had 10 quadrant one wins they also had seven wins between 51 and 56 uh which were just outside of quad one and the metrics just didn't line up none of the national uh, prognostications had lsu as a host i came out on twitter and said I, I just didn't see it in the numbers and i think everyone had kind of resigned themselves to that uh when the the, the sites came out i still certainly watched but I wasn't very hopeful. Yeah, this LSU team has been uh, has been fascinating. When they've been healthy offensively, they're as good as anybody else in the country. But the uh, the, the absence of Jacob Berry and Kay Doty and um, I guess Gavin Dugas as well has been has been telling for an offense that at one at one point looked explosive and unstoppable, and then just kind of looked a little bit pedestrian. I, I know Jay Johnson said today that, that Jacob Berry and Kay Doty likely to be back. Do you expect them, if they are back, to be able to pick up right where they left off, kind of swinging it like crazy? So I'll take them individually. As far as Barry goes, um, in Tuscaloosa in weekend number uh, seven in SEC play, he gets a ground ball off the finger and has a hairline fracture. Uh, He sits the next weekend against Ole Miss. We know what happened there. And he came back against Vanderbilt and only hit right-handed. Now, this is a guy who has – 15 home runs on the year, hitting 380, and 14 home runs are from the left side. So he's far more effective from the left side, but a good hitter right-handed. He hit great right-handed against Vanderbilt. Um, and then he didn't play in Hoover. I think they just wanted to rest him. I think it's reasonable to expect Jacob Berry to be in the lineup on Friday and, and pretty effective. If he turns around and hits left-handed, you really know he's feeling a lot better and you've got one of the best hitters in college baseball. I think that is absolutely reasonable to expect and even if he has to hit right-handed 
he had a few really impressive singles right on right in in, in Vanderbilt. So I, I expect him to go. Doty dove to his left in Nashville in Game Three when it was all decided, and very clearly on the TV you can tell he's dislocated his shoulder. Uh, the trainers came out. He had gone into the fetal position, kind of violently contorted his body, and they popped it back in. He popped up off the ground and matter-of-factly walked off the field. And, you know, I think that the, they said there's no structural damage. It's just going to be sore. He's going to be sore this weekend. So whether he can play defense, whether he can hit, that would mean Barry might have to play defense if, if, if Doty's got to be a DH. That's more of a question mark. Um, I think both are going to give it a try. I think it's more likely than not that Barry's feeling pretty good and that Doty may be you know, a little bit compromised. So, so the two things that have stood out to me this year with LSU that, that, that make me question their ability to make a deep run in the postseason, obviously defense. I mean, that's a story that's been told over and over and over, and it's so un-LSU-like to see a team that's so bad defensively. But the pitching, to me, is just okay. I know there's some really good arms out of the pen. And when Mikhail Hilliard is on with the breaking ball, like, you know, he throws the little curve ball just to kind of get you over, get a strike, steal a strike, and then he's got the hammer. And when that's working, he's really, really good. But I don't feel that works, but about one out of every three times, and that's kind of taken like a three-year sample size. Am I crazy for looking at Hilliard that way? No, you're not. I mean, it doesn't look great when you look at it. And then all of a sudden, he rattled off between last year and this year uh, 14 straight winning decisions where he hadn't lost. So it it doesn't look really? like uh, like Alex Lang. It doesn't look like Aaron Nola. It doesn't look like Kevin Gosman. It doesn't look like Anthony Renato. All these aces that LSU's rolled out there for years, and he's not in that class. I don't even want to consider him in that class. But he gets out, and with an offense as good as LSU's is. That's been sufficient. My, my worry is not McHale. If I'm an LSU fan, it's it's everybody else. After that, uh, yeah. there's just uh, he's going to go, he's going to go whenever they give him the ball, whether it's Friday or it's Saturday. He's going to pitch six innings. He's going to give up two or three runs, and he'll keep LSU right in whatever game they give him. It's just what happens around him that's far more of a wild card. As far as the defense goes, I've kind of said this: they're never going to be a very good defensive team. You just have to hope that the error comes like it did in the first game of the SEC tournament. They hit a ground ball to Thompson. He fired it into the bleachers with two outs and nobody on. They got the next guy out, and it was fine. It can't be what happened in the first game in Fayetteville where all of a sudden you've got a three-run lead and you kick two balls in the infield and throw one away, and now you lose the game because you've made two ridiculous errors in the eighth inning. So they're not going to be good on defense. They just got to hope it doesn't uh, – doesn't bite him at the worst time. The good news is I think defense is a little easier to play on a turf field, uh, and that's certainly what they've got up there in Hattiesburg, so maybe it's a little bit better. But the, the bats are going to have to cover for a lot of this stuff. Visiting with uh, Hunt Palmer on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, radio host at ESPN 104.5 in Baton Rouge. Um, what, what is your gut? I know Jay Johnson has not tipped his hand on which game. I mean, Kennesaw feels like a team you've got to be careful with. They've been playing well, and that's a pretty decent baseball team. They've got some guys that can swing it. But we've talked so much about winning a regional is not about winning the first game. It's about winning the first two games to put you in the driver's seat. And if you can't win against the three seed in game one, you're probably not going to win the regional anyway. Do you think they hold Hilliard for game two, a potential matchup with Southern Miss? 
Well, pulmonary would. I got a decade of uh, track yep. record to go on that. I got nothing on Jay Johnson. Uh, we've done some research on Arizona. Uh, he's been the two seed twice at Arizona and has thrown his ace in the first game of those uh, of those regionals. Um, Kennesaw is an offensive team. Their pitching staff is not very good. LSU should score on Friday. That's if you're looking at things uh, fairly objectively. I would throw Ty Floyd, who really, even though his line was not good against Tennessee, if you watch Ty Floyd pitch all year and you watched him pitch against Tennessee, you're talking about his, a guy who's been well over 90% fastballs all year. He was throwing first pitch change-ups. He was spinning breaking balls, and you have to. Because <laughs> Tennessee will ambush you and hit it into the trees in Hoover if you don't. And, and he was fairly effective in that game um, against the best lineup in the country. I would feel comfortable throwing him out there against Kennesaw State with the ability to, to go to the bullpen pretty early and get some of those guys in the game if you have to, just to try to save McHale for the first five or six innings uh, against Southern Miss on Saturday. That's what I would do. That's what Paul Maneri would do based on 12 years of data. I don't know what Jay's going to do. All right, last thing for you. you. You know fans are looking for anything. When they've got a week to get ready for a game and the stakes are as high as they are, and Southern Miss fans have latched on to this podcast interview that, that Mikey Montuk did with a couple of LSU players and asked them about you know feeling snubbed and you know the possibility of hosting a super regional and you know not looking ahead. And I, I, I don't know if there's really that much to make of it, but Southern Miss fans have certainly decided that they are being disrespected by LSU have you seen that, and what's your take on it? Um, I, sorry, it's off my radar, sure. And, uh, you know, LSU fans, they, you know, there's still a purple and gold cap up there with those cross, you know, LSU letters, and they've got the six national championships. And the immediate thought is, we're going to Hattiesburg to play some Conference USA team? Like, that's a cakewalk, and that's how, that's how fans are wired around here. Um, if you look at this, any form of objectivity whatsoever. Southern Miss is really good. They got three really good starters. Um, and I, I did see the interview that uh, Tanner Hall did uh, with the, the TV station there in Jackson where they said, well, what if they hold you for LSU? Would you be? They said, yeah, I want them. And that's probably something that can get back to LSU as well. My thing is, when you go out there on a Saturday night, if LSU and Southern Miss are to get there, and you've got 6,000 people in there, and you're playing in the driver's seat region, game of a regional if you need some interview from a week ago to get you going, you know, fine. But I think I think it I think it'll pretty much set the stage for itself. I think it's going to be an awesome weekend of college baseball. I'll be up there on Sunday if LSU is there to to do some work on the radio broadcast, and I, I can't wait. Um, you know, LSU's been sent uh, sent away three times in the last ten years, and it's been to Los Angeles, Corvallis, and Eugene. So this is a nice breath of fresh air if you got to leave the box. This is uh, this one that LSU fans can get to. It should be an awesome weekend in Hattiesburg. I'm looking forward to it. I agree with you. Weather's going to be great, looks like, and uh, it will be a fantastic atmosphere. Hunt, thanks for the insight. Good catching up with you today. All right, Richard. Be well. Thanks. That's Hunt Palmer from ESPN 104.5 in Baton Rouge. He's co-host of the Hunt and Hill Show. That's 12 to 2 on that station. So some... Uh, uh, some insight on that LSU team. If you've not been following them all season long, a little, little bit to look at. We'll talk uh, about what Hunt said when we come back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. It's your normal congestion downtown Jackson. Otherwise, the interstates 55, 20, and 220 all running clear. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM-certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Here in Mississippi, we believe that life is precious and must be protected. But Congressman Guest voted twice to give $1.1 billion of your tax dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. I'm Michael Cassidy, and my promise to you is that unlike Congressman Guest, I will never vote to give even a penny in taxpayer funding to Planned Parenthood. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-life Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th. With J.J. Gray and Mofro. Todd and the Monsters. Plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Richland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Your number one for sports talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports talk, Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super talk, Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. Let's go to the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. Richard, I love y'all's show. That dude, Hunt Palmer, is a jerk in Baton Rouge. I live here. He hates on Mississippi State and Ole Miss all the time. Another message from uh, the coast. This guy, Hunt Palmer, is the biggest you-know-what. He said in 2018 when all the Canizero stuff went down that MS uh, with MSU that they were the worst baseball program in the SEC. <laughs> that didn't age well. He was also the one last year who said State had beer league softball uniforms and lettuce hair on the TV broadcast. Don't let him fool you. He is a big hater of the Mississippi schools. I mean, but, you know, in fairness, I have we were to get where he's Hunt coming on from. To, on what? The, uh, the uniforms? No, no. I, like, I'm half on, on hating the Mississippi schools. Mm, I hear you. It's an old Miss joke, Richard. You're supposed yes, to just, I, I just roll it. with I it. it. Just, I don't know. I just, I keep I, I, thinking, did you? Did you? No, I got it. I just keep thinking at some point those jokes are going to be funny, and they just, they just really aren't. <laughs> That's funny though. That made me laugh. <laughs> one of these days. Maybe, maybe one of these days I'll one chuckle. Day. Um, <laughs> no, in fairness though, we, we weren't right bringing Hunt on to talk about Ole Miss or Mississippi State. We were bringing him on to talk about this LSU baseball team as they go to Hattiesburg this weekend. He did kind of downplay the whole interview. Borky, have you got that queued up where we can we can play? Yeah, so I'm not going to play the entire two minutes worth because they're talking about you know being snubbed or whatever. But I've got the the money quote ready. The the ten seconds of them. Well, you can hear it for yourself, actually. You know how hard is it not to look ahead? Yeah, it is hard not to look ahead, but like obviously we all are. Yeah. But yeah uh... <laughs> All right, so there, there's your money line, right? It's That's hard your money not to line. look ahead, but obviously we all are. I, I look, I, I mean, I know we're supposed to be outraged about everything, but is there real outrage when college baseball players say, "Yeah, we're we're looking ahead to the possibility of hosting a super regional"? I don't think that necessarily means they disrespect Southern Miss. It's they're confident. They think they can win the regional, and if they win the regional, they know they're hosting at their place next week. It's not something you say. That is not yeah. something you say with a microphone in front of your face a few days before you travel in a postseason game. That obviously, ha, 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 we're all looking ahead to the Super Regional. That is, I mean, if I was a coach, I would be furious at that. Because, wait, why are you looking ahead? Why? Why are you even thinking about next week? There's a reason Southern Miss is hosting and you aren't. You can talk about being snubbed from the committee, but there's a reason you're going on the road, fellas. Remember when Ole Miss came to your place and beat you three times? 
these guys beat Ole Miss. These guys beat SEC teams. And you have to go to their place. Shut up and focus on this game would be what a coach should say to these guys. Is it going to change anything? No. I wonder if it's if they were more relaxed in that setting because it was with a former player in Mikey Matuk who was kind of asking the questions and, and going down the conversation or going down that route than if they had been doing an interview with, say, us. You know, quote-unquote real media guys. Oh, no I, doubt. I'm, I'm laughing when I say that. I mean, come on. And but what, but you, you get what I'm saying. And what Hunt said was right, by the way. If you need audio from LSU players to get you jacked up for a regional in your place, then there's something wrong with you. That is a you problem at that point. But I can't wait. If I were their coach and I heard that, I'd be mad. Because that is not something you laugh about, and that's definitely not something you say. And if you think it, you better get that out of your head right now. Yes. In in fairness, I mean, not that we're playing, but we just looked ahead. USM doesn't play LSU first. Yeah, but we're not playing. I'm just saying, though, you know, I have learned through years, through years of message board reading that we are all one collective. We are one hive mind, and if we're looking ahead, it's the same as the team looking ahead. Yeah, so, I don't know. Sorry, Southern that. fans. I don't sorry, know. USM fans. We just like we I'm, just screwed you. I, I've read enough message board content to know that that's not always the real world. Probably not. And 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 somebody said I thought if Miami won that they would host the whoever won the Hattiesburg Regional. They would. I mean, it's it's LSU has to win the Hattiesburg Regional and have somebody not named Miami win the Coral Gables Regional. I guess they're. Big on Arizona or Ole Miss. Yeah, maybe so. Or a hurricane, I suppose. Well, I mean, even if there is a hurricane and it cancels the regional, Miami would be. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so. I mean, unless it's a hurricane that, like, just wipes Miami baseball off the face of the earth, let's hope that doesn't happen. Somebody says, don't forget, Stony Brook beat LSU in Baton Rouge. That wasn't a super regional, wasn't it? Or was that a regional? Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be Ah. right back. You're listening to WFMN Florida Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at the Rony Street Pros. 601-345-8090. Fox News. I'm Rich Dennison. President Biden announcing new shipments of formula from overseas as part of his administration's Operation Fly Formula. There's nothing more stressful than the feeling you can't get what your child needs, he or she needs. And it's why I've directed my administration to use every tool available to increase the supply, get more formula on shelves as quickly as possible. New shipments for the UK and Australia will begin next week. A jury today ruled in favor of Johnny Depp in his libel lawsuit against ex-wife Amber Heard. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, yes. The jury also found in favor of Heard, who said she was defamed by Depp's lawyer when he called her abuse allegations a hoax. Jury members found Depp should be awarded $10 million in damages, while Heard should receive $2 million. America's listening to Fox News. 
This is Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress here in Mississippi's 3rd District. While inflation and illegal immigration are hurting Mississippi families, Congressman Guest has different priorities. He joined Biden and Pelosi and voted to send $53 billion of your tax dollars to Ukraine. Ukraine is not in our national interest, but fighting inflation and illegal immigration are. And when elected, they will be my priorities. I'm Michael Cassidy, America First Republican for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. A stronger, healthier Mississippi starts with the right managed care. Managed with integrity. Amerigroup brings over 30 years of experience partnering with Medicaid programs throughout the country and a deep commitment to Mississippi. So far, we've invested over $3 million to improve the overall health of our communities. Amerigroup of Mississippi. Managed care. Managed with integrity. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Seven suspects wanted in connection with multiple shootings in Moss Point are in custody. Kendrick Patterson and Xavier Mitchell turned themselves in Tuesday. Both are being held on charges of drive-by shooting, and Mitchell faces an additional charge of shooting into a vehicle. Three suspects, Amoni Curry, Savion Burks, and Ryan Fletcher, are charged with shooting into a house on Juniper Street the night of May 16th. Aisha Patterson is charged with drive-by shooting on Frederick Dory Street on the night of May 18th. Daylon Lyons is also charged with drive-by shooting as well as shooting into a motor vehicle. And today is the deadline to register for the multi-agency rebuilding of the Wall Safety Crime Summit, which will be held next Wednesday, June 8th, from 11 to 1 p.m. at the Mississippi Trademark in Jackson. The goal of the summit is to discuss and share solutions for curbing crime in the capital city. Those who attend will hear about solutions in the making from state and city officials, law enforcement, and Commissioner Andy Gibson. For more information, log on to mdac.ms.gov. From Memorial Day to Labor Day, the Mississippi Lottery is about to make summer fun again. There's lots to win from Rectech pellet grills and very cool coolers to watercraft and other hot prizes. You don't have to purchase a thing, but you have to be 21 or over. Go to mslotteryhome.com to sign up to be a lottery insider and receive emails with instructions on how to enter the 2022 Summer of Fun promotion. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. <laughs> I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Today's the first day of the Atlantic hurricane season, and there's a good chance the first tropical storm is already in the works. Fox's Carmen Robert reports... Hurricane Agatha in the Pacific slammed into the Mexican coast Monday as the strongest hurricane ever recorded to come ashore there in May. And she's not finished yet. The National Hurricane Center says there's a high chance remnants of Agatha will become a tropical depression after they move across the Yucatan Peninsula and move into the Gulf of Mexico and Caribbean Sea, heading for Cuba and South Florida. By the end of the week, the system could grow into the Atlantic's first tropical storm of the season and get a new name, Alex. A Jackson teen has been arrested after making a terroristic threat towards a high school graduation. 19-year-old Ja'Cory Tyrone Mitchell has been charged with a felony after he allegedly took to social media, threatening the safety of Wingfield High School's graduation. No bond for Mitchell has been set at this time. For more Mississippi news, go to supertalk.fm. 
Swing Hand is sponsoring the Sanderson Farm Championship, Mississippi's largest professional sporting event, September 26th through October 2nd. Entertain your clients or prospects, reward your employees. Ball from a skybox on the 18th green. Gotta hurry. These affordable Sanderson Farm Championship packages are available through June 15th. Visit SponsorSFC.com today to learn more. That's SponsorSFC.com. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. All the folks in the Capital City metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here we, here we go, go. Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Coming up in about 15 minutes, we'll be joined by John Talty from the SEC Spring Meetings in Destin on the Farm Bureau phone line. Of course, John is a senior editor at AL.com, covers the SEC, and he's got a, a new Nick Saban book that is coming out later this summer. Nick Saban's Secrets of Leadership Success. I don't have the title exactly right, but I'll give it to you uh, coming up a little bit later when we talk with uh, John. Richard Cross. Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. Visit them when you are at Pearl River Resort. Get in on the action, have a little fun, win a ton of money maybe. We hope you don't lose a ton of money. That's no fun. But uh, I guess that possibility exists as well. But you you know, you, you got to play the game to win. So you can do that at the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. Check them out online, pearlriverresort.com. Good to be with you as always. And we are rolling toward um, the scheduling model becoming official for the SEC. We talked about it a little bit yesterday, right, the um, the nine-game schedule. And Greg Sankey said that, you know, not sooner rather than later, but not necessarily this week. But there are a lot of people that think that this could be voted on and potentially approved before the week is out. As you guys have continued to think about this, I I know we we kind of all settled yesterday on on the belief that it is going to a nine-game schedule. Three permanent opponents. And I think we all like that. We, it's basically we, the pods without them being an actual pods. It was the most popular fan model with a slight tweak that you won't even really notice. It's the same thing as having pods. Yeah, it's the same thing. They're just not picked based on region. They're picked based on your standing in budget. So, same difference. Basically, yeah. Yeah, I guess what with the pod model, it was you play the three teams in your pod Every single year, and then you play four teams 
from another pod. Or, or no, no, no. You would play two, two, and two from each of the other three pods. Yep. On a rotating right. basis. Yeah. Same idea right. though. It's the same thing. You won't. I mean, there's no difference between the two. None. And and you know, there are kinks to be worked out, right? You're going to play three permanent opponents every single year, and then you're going to have six other games. Now, I don't know if you're going to play six non-permanent opponents in consecutive years. And then you play the other six the two years after that? Or if it's you play six on, six off, six on, six off? What would you prefer? I would like to see home and home, home and home. Yeah. Instead of every other year. You you play your same three every year, and then you've got six that you play in two consecutive years, and then you play the other six the next two consecutive years. I think that's how I do it. That gets you to everybody plays everybody in a four-year span? Yes. Yep. Okay. So If you ask what I prefer, Borky, I would prefer eight games, but that's just me. Well, there's a wrinkle. I'm going to win that debate. There's a wrinkle that that was added today. Greg Burns said that they are considering, and it seems likely, uh, removing the. You have to play a Power Five team outside of the SEC stipulation. Well, they have to do that if you go to nine. You can't because then you're going to have some rough years on the bottom half of the conference. You got to keep some those three those three games. We were told we talked about this on. It'll be tomorrow's Thunder and Lightning. Those three games, yeah, Alabama, Georgia, Texas, they'll still get some of those kickoff classics. State, Ole Miss, Kentucky, uh, South Carolina, group of five, group of five, FCS. That's that's your yeah, – you won't be seeing any more marquee non-conference matchups here in this state uh, when, when, if they go to nine conference games. I'm not 100% sure that I agree with that. Because think about no, it, you've, I mean, you've got – well, you, you've got several teams – that have already got a built-in Power 5 opponent that they're going to play every year. I mean, South Carolina yeah, Clemson, those, I think, are still going to play every year. Georgia-Georgia Tech, those teams Florida, are kinda, Florida State. Well, I'm not worried about Georgia, but South Carolina, Kentucky. Um, yeah, Kentucky-Louisville every year. Yeah, I mean, those those teams are just kind of screwed, for lack of a better word. They're going to play 10 Power 5 games a year. That's, that's rough. But do you think, for example, Ole Miss and Mississippi State, when they look at their future schedules that they have planned out for the next 15 to 18 years in some cases are going to bang all those Power 5 games? You think Ole Miss is going to cancel the home-and-home with Southern Cal? I talked about that today. I said, you know, in 2025, State is scheduled to play Arizona State at home. That will be a year after playing them in Tempe. I don't think they'll play that game. Here's why I think they will. Because before COVID, there was a decline in attendance. Big-time decline in attendance. It was happening every year. Even in the SEC, which is the most attended football conference in America, it was going down. The at-home experience continues to get better and cheaper. COVID came, and nobody could go to games, and people got really comfortable not going to games anymore. It's going to be hard to sell out your stadiums moving forward. And on top of that, when you've got these rights deals that are worth hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, ESPN is not going to write checks to see Troy and Middle Tennessee and Central Arkansas on everybody's schedule. 
the TV networks are going to say, if we're going to give you well, this money, you, you can play an FCS team because I actually agreed with what Jimbo Fisher said today. I loved it. We need to preserve FCS football if we can. Keeping the bye games is important for the overall health of college football. Love that he said that. I agree. But you, you can have your bye games. You can have two of them or whatever. But you better start increasing your TV product. So the networks are going to want it. And then Keith Carter, John Cohen, if they still have their jobs by then, I've got to sell tickets. I've got to get people to show up because people aren't showing up anymore. It's hard to sell out stadiums now. Give the at-home technology 10 more years. Let me ask you this. Why are you more concerned about preserving FCS football than we are FCS? Oh, I mean, it's near and dear to my heart, personally. And Jimbo said that that's the level he came from. No, I, I think, by the way, I said that backwards. You Why did, are we but... more concerned about preserving Furman, which is where you came from and the team you grew up watching, than we are preserving Southern Miss? Well, you can do both, right? You've got to fill a schedule. I mean, SEC teams, when they go to nine, still have three games to schedule. Yeah. If you make one a Power 5 opponent from elsewhere, you still got two games to schedule. So sure. Southern Miss can still go to Tuscaloosa and, no offense, guys, get your brains beaten in as, as long as Nick Saban's the coach there and come home with $1.5 million to do it. So maybe there's just, fewer of just, them. You can still play them, though. If you keep a Power 5 team along with nine SEC games, I'm seeing a lot of 5-7, and 6-6 seven, six and six across the bottom half of the conference. I mean, State... State's won more than four conference games twice since 1999. So, I mean, assuming they play a decent Power 5 team, I mean, you go 50-50 there, I mean, that's a lot of 6-6. Six and six. I mean, I don't think that you're going to see Ole Miss scheduling home-and-home home with Southern Cal, but I don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibility that a home-and-home home with Purdue is something that you shy away from. And and in full disclosure, when Ole Miss has done the home and home with a Power Five thing uh, team, going back to two thousand four, it has not worked well. They yeah. lost at Wyoming and they lost at home to Wyoming. They lost to Missouri twice before Missouri was in the SEC. That's a Wyoming's not even a Power Five. Uh, no, I know, but I'm, I'm well. You understand. I'm just saying, kind of the the yeah. broaden your horizons I mean, in terms was, of, of scheduling. Yeah, they, lost, they went what, they went zero two against four times Wake Forest. Yeah, oh, I went zero two against Cal recently. Um, yeah. you know, split it with Texas. So I mean, if you're two and one in your non-conference and you're playing nine conference games and you go four and five, you're six and six. Now, interestingly enough, Ole Miss has been pretty good in the neutral site games. Yeah. Right? They got a win against yeah. Boise. They got a win against Louisville. They should have won against Florida State. They didn't. Hey, Dad drew much joy out of that, although I don't think he made it to the end of the game. Uh-uh. Stayed, I stayed up the whole time. Oh, I thought it was the next morning when you found out that. No, it was it was some friends in my group text that found out, but I was aware of what had occurred. Yeah. So, I don't know. I do think it's a college We ain't all scared like Mississippi sure State. Is. Okay. Somebody's like, we ain't all scared like Mississippi State. Okay. Okay. We'll see what happens. What's the difference what between six and six and seven and five? I mean, there's not a huge difference. There isn't. But what's the difference between seven and five and eight and four? And that's what eight conference games gives you a much better chance at. 
What's the difference between seven and five and eight and four? State finished eight and four in uh, 2010 and was ranked 15th in the country. What did that get them? Big difference. Uh, a Gator, their first New Year's Day a bowl appearance in however many years. Doesn't matter in an expanded playoff era. Yeah, you, there, there nine is and three. More, is there's more margin for error, right? I mean, nine and three might get you into a 12 team playoff. Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. It's your normal congestion downtown Jackson, otherwise the interstates 55, 20, and 220 all running clear. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. What do we want? Where we gonna get it? That's right. Come get more spring savings now at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We're giving you more savings, more selection, and more affordable payments every single day, period. Right now, pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. That's only $249 per month. And with gas prices being so high, the Mirage's 40 MPGs will keep more cash in your pocket. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Think you can't get approved? Think again. Our crash specialists are standing by to get you approved today. Because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. And we'll give you more for your trade, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come in today for more spring savings at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi Mirage 10% down to one out for 72 months. Again, for details of approved credit. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Hey, it's go time. Sports Talk Mississippi. Well, say something. Super Talk Mississippi.
on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. Let's go for a second consecutive day to the SEC spring meetings. We'll do so right now on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. John Talty from AL.com joins us right now. And by the way, I mentioned it earlier, I'll mention it again John has a book that is coming out later this summer, The Leadership Secrets of Nick Saban, How Alabama's Coach Became the Greatest Ever. That's coming up and will be available later this summer. I'm assuming that you can pre-order that right now. Is that uh, is that accurate, John? You can indeed. I think uh, Brian can say uh, Amazon's already trying to prompt him to pre-order it, so it's, it's out there. You can do it now. <laughs> Well, you, you better hope that somebody buys it for Haydad because getting into his wallet, I mean, that's not easy to do. Or maybe a good friend could could have already agreed to send him a free copy. I don't know. See. If we believe Brian is capable of reading, he should be able to read the book soon. Oh! Hey! Oh, now now it's on, Salty. There, there you go. Hey, so what's the uh, what's the flavor of the day at uh, at SEC spring meetings? What's the story that we're we're looking at most today? Yeah, I feel like it's been fairly quiet today. I think there was a lot of build up to what Jimbo Fisher was going to say today. He didn't talk yesterday. There was a lot of hype. All right, is he going to kind of let Nick Saban have it again? And he ultimately did not. It was a very kind of reminded me of Bill Belichick. It's kind of like, you know, we're on Cincinnati. It was a lot of I'm moving on, we're moving on. I mean, he got a lot of questions today, hammering him from different angles about it, and he deflected all of those. I'm sure at least some of that was at the direction of the SEC to not further inflame that situation. So that was a bit of a, a dud, I guess, in some regard. I think the other big topic that I think is going to continue to kind of uh, – some of shape this week down here is just looking at scheduling model, looking at the future of divisions, things like that. Um, it's not necessarily the sexiest topic, but of course will impact all these different schools. And that's something that I think has been dominating the, the conversations in these different meetings that ADs and coaches and others are having this week down here in Denton. Yeah, John, that's something we were talking about just a, a segment ago about, you know, looking like it's ultimately headed to nine. Uh, and and who that's good for? I mean, Ross Dellinger, colleague of yours at uh, at Sports Illustrated. I know you've known Ross for a long time. Wrote the story a couple of weeks ago and said it was kind of split, and it was basically split based on revenue. Like the top eight revenue schools in the SEC uh, want to go to nine, and the bottom eight revenue schools want to go to want uh, want to stay at eight. Is there any movement in your mind on that front between who is for it and who's not? Yeah, it's been interesting. It feels like there are some people potentially swaying different directions. Um, so I think there's there's multiple parts to this. There's A, it's the eight or nine, right, uh, like you guys are saying. And then the kind of second piece of that is, um, you know, if it's is it one, you know, plus seven or one plus eight, or is it going to be, you know, three permanent uh, opponents and then plus six? And so that's also kind of within that debate, there's that question. I think, uh, you know, Commissioner Sankey pretty much said it yesterday that, you know, the days of, Two divisions are pretty much over for the SEC. I don't know when exactly that will go into effect. That's part of the scheduling conversation. But there's multiple different parts to it. But to your point, I was talking to some people about this here earlier. You know, if you're an Ole Miss or a Mississippi State, you know, yes, there's the potential for more revenue. You know, if they can get more TV money out of going to nine games and things like that. But at a certain point, what does that money get you? Yes, it's great to have more money, but like. 
it's getting harder for you, and it's going to get harder for you to make bowl games. And once you add Texas and Oklahoma, that makes things harder too. And so I do think there are some schools, kind of like Ross said, breaking down a little bit down the middle. I think there's probably more to one side than the other right now. But, you know, there's – and Alabama is always going to be 4-9. They're not worried about it at all. They're fine if it. Let's do it. Georgia at this point, let's do it. But I think that, you know, your Mississippi State – uh, your South Carolina, your Vanderbilt, your Missouri, there's less incentive for them to make that switch uh, beyond just some more money, but that doesn't necessarily mean much to you when you're just trying to have good seasons and build momentum and make bowl games and things like that. And, and John, I would argue, and this might be unpopular in, in your home state of Alabama, that Auburn should look at it that way as well, because even though Auburn fancies itself as kind of on the same level as Alabama and Georgia, the reality is they're not. They're an eight-win team, year in and year out. I know there's the outlier, and maybe the outlier in both directions, but shouldn't Auburn be a team that's like, you know what, we're good with eight? Yeah, I mean, certainly they wouldn't want any change anytime soon. I mean, that team will probably struggle to get to 7-8 wins this year as it is, let alone taking away one of their easier non-conference games and bumping it up with another SEC game. Uh, they lost multiple games last year that you would think that – or teams that they basically have to win, teams like South Carolina, uh, Mississippi State, and those are games at Auburn. If they're going to have the year that their fan base thinks they should have, has to win those games. So you're adding another difficult game to the mix. Uh, the other thing a part of that, too, is, again, it's you know uh, what Auburn might – publicly say that they want versus privately, I think it's different. And, you know, of course, no matter what scheduling model we get, they're going to play Alabama in the Iron Bowl every year, just like Ole Miss and Mississippi State are always going to play each other in the Egg Bowl. But deep down, I would think that Auburn does not want to have to play Georgia every single year if they can avoid that. And so I think there's some, some value in them potentially wanting that, you know, only one permanent uh, opponent model, even if publicly they might have to pretend like, yeah, we yeah, we want to play Georgia, we like them. I think deep down they probably don't want to play Georgia every year because that's a game that, especially the way that Kirby Smart has things going, kind of feels like a loss most years. There would be so many people that would be upset about not being able to every single year say the Deep South's oldest rivalry. We would lose that. And that's the challenge that's, yeah, that's the challenge that comes with this because if you think about for Alabama, you know, Right now, you have, of course, Alabama, Auburn's always going to be there. But if you move to just the one permanent opponent, you are not going to have every year of Alabama versus Tennessee, which is, you know, a big game to Alabama uh, fans and Tennessee fans. And, you know, you're not going to have Alabama LSU every year, which has been one of the highest rated games every single year, I think, for like the last decade for the SEC. And so there's going to be some really marquee games uh, that won't happen. I mean, Ole Miss fans love to talk about how their top rival uh, is LSU. I mean, if if it's only one permanent model, you're not going to play LSU every year. Uh, yeah. So there's there's going to be some fans that I think will be upset about that if it ends up going that direction. I feel like from the people that I've talked to at kind of the, the league office level, the whole Texas and OU are coming early. Like that conversation has almost died, and yet you still see stories popped up uh, pop up that say, you know, Winter OU in Texas coming. Is there any discussion at all, even if it's like behind the scenes, off the radar, about OU in Texas coming a year early, or in your mind, has that ship kind of sailed? Yeah, I don't think it's completely sailed. I mean, I think you look at it, it's it's ultimately one of the situations where, you know, the classic, it takes, you know, two to tango, basically. In this situation, it's kind of three in that, would the SEC love to have Texas and Oklahoma early? Of course they would. They're two marquee brands. 
would ESPN in particular for when they take over the CBS part of that deal, TV rights deal in 2024, would they love for Texas and Oklahoma to be at the SEC, you know, a year early? Can't say it on the record officially, but of course they would. The big impediment is the Big 12. And why would the Big 12 want to let two of its, you know, most marquee famous brands in Texas and Oklahoma leave a year early? I think there's a lot of, Certainly under Bob Bowlesby, there felt like that kind of pettiness of spite, and you know we're going to wring every last penny out of these two schools as we can before they leave for the SEC. The wild card that I've come back to a couple of times is that the Big 12 is looking for a new commissioner right now. They haven't made that hire yet. In theory, a new person could come in, take over that conference, and say, you know what, let's just let these two go early. We've, we'll get our schools in earlier. We'll turn the page. We'll move on. Now, do I think that's going to happen? I think it's, you know, it's not super likely at this moment, but I think that's the, if it's going to happen, it's going to take a certain kind of leader taking over the Big 12 and saying, let's work with the SEC, let's work with Texas and Oklahoma and find a solution that doesn't require them staying until, you know, their contract uh, currently obligates them to. You heard any names, rumblings uh, about the, uh, the Big 12 commissioner, who that, that might be or who might be in the running for that? So here's what I'll say is that the same search firm that is doing this Big 12 search has also done the ACC search, the Big 10 search, and the Pac-12 search. They've done all of the big commissioner searches in the last couple of years. And if you look at who those conferences hired, I don't know if any of those names might have been on the initial shortlist. Certainly, I mean, there was a lot of, well, here's the obvious guy. I remember the Big, 20, big 10, the obvious guy felt like Jim Phillips, Northwestern AD, super well-liked in the Big 10 doesn't get the job, then he ends up as the ACC commissioner. I don't think anyone had him pinned for that. So this search firm likes to go outside the box. They like to hire people that aren't necessarily on the radar. Uh, you know, have there been names within the SEC been mentioned for it? Of course, I think Alabama AD Greg Byrne is always going to get mentioned for these commissioner jobs that open up. He was also mentioned for the Pac-12 one. But I think that Turnkey, which is running the Big 12 search, likes to do things differently, and so it's almost hard to pinpoint who I think it will be because I think it's going to more likely than not be a name that's not the obvious name right off the bat. John, good stuff, man. Appreciate your time, and uh, look forward to talking to you again as we get closer to the uh, the launch of your book coming out later this summer. Thanks so much. Sounds good. Appreciate it, guys. John Talty from AL.com. Got a book coming out this summer, The Leadership Secrets of Nick Saban, How Alabama's Coach Became the Greatest Ever. Sports Talk Mississippi. John joined us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 70. For Thursday, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 91. Thursday evening, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 69. And for your finally Friday, mostly sunny conditions, a slight chance of afternoon showers, high near 89. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. 
Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. When unexpected injuries happen, Mississippi Sports Medicine's Urgent Ortho Care is prepared for casting and x-rays right on site. Faster than an ER visit, and physicians and practitioners are on site. We'll wrap up your injury fast and get you on your way. No referral needed. Open in Madison and Flowood, Monday through Friday, 8 to 7. Jackson, 8 to 5. Open Saturday in Madison, 8 to 2. Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent Ortho Care. It's a wrap. This is Michael Cassidy. I've spent my career as a fighter pilot in the Navy, and now I'm running for Congress in the Republican primary here in Mississippi's 3rd District. Our district represents the best of America. We're pro-life, pro-American, and pro-Trump. But Congressman Guest has not upheld these principles. Congressman Guest voted to give $1.1 billion of your taxpayer dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. He's voted to bring in an unlimited number of foreign workers that take our jobs and suppress our wages. And he was one of the few Republicans to join Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats in voting for the January 6th Commission. Unlike guests, I oppose sending even one penny of your money to Planned Parenthood. I support securing our border, limiting foreign worker visas, a moratorium on legal immigration, and banning foreign ownership of U.S. land. I'll fight to fix our country's broken election system and get President Trump back in the White House in 2024. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-Trump, America first Republican running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Seven suspects wanted in connection with multiple shootings in Moss Point are in custody. Kendrick Patterson and Xavier Mitchell turned themselves in Tuesday. Both are being held on charges of drive-by shooting, and Mitchell faces an additional charge of shooting into a vehicle. Three suspects, Amoni Curry, Savion Burks, and Ryan Fletcher, are charged with shooting into a house on Juniper Street the night of May 16th. Aisha Patterson is charged with drive-by shooting on Frederick Dory Street on the night of May 18th. Daylon Lyons is also charged with drive-by shooting as well as shooting into a motor vehicle. And today is the deadline to register for the multi-agency rebuilding of the Wall Safety Crime Summit, which will be held next Wednesday, June 8th, from 11 to 1 p.m. at the Mississippi Trademark in Jackson. The goal of the summit is to discuss and share solutions for curbing crime in the capital city. Those who attend will hear about solutions in the making from state and city officials, law enforcement, and Commissioner Andy Gibson. For more information, log on to mdac.ms.gov. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. This is professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. 
I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi news. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. It's time for more Sports Talk Mississippi. Finally. Finally. On Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Yeah, I was always a crazy one. Broke into the stadium and I wrote your number on a 50-yard line. Always a perfect one and a valedictorian So under your number I wrote Call for a good time I only wanted to get your attention But you overlooked me somehow Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you, thanks for being with us. Ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. Blue shirt, of course, Richard. Hey, Dad, joke. I like Borky's striped shirt better, he says. Huh? I can't wear the – can't, when you're a fat guy, you can't wear the horizontal stripes. No, you can look. wear horizontal stripes. You can't wear vertical stripes. No, you can no, wear you vertical that stripes. That's, you get that backwards. Oh, vertical stripes. Horizontal goes around. Slimming? Yes. So yeah, because oh. horizontal but, stripes. But they, you know, as you get closer to the, as you get closer to the equator here, hmm. you know, it's it's a, it's a big wide band across you. Mm, that makes sense. But vertical stripes yeah. are hideous on shirts. On, on I mean, I don't wear shirts. vertical striped shirts. Just yeah. a solid color shirt. You can wear them on like, like bowling shirts and stuff. But other than that, well, yeah. Ah, Jeff on the ceasefire text line. Hey, Richard, would like your thoughts, please. I'm excited about Ole Miss making it in. You've kept up pretty good with the team. In your opinion, do they have a realistic chance at making it to Omaha? If so, I will plan on taking one of my vacation weeks to go there. Please, I value your opinion. Uh, Jeff, as it pertains to your vacation time, I don't know what your company's policy is, but if you have to ask for that time off like two or three or four weeks in advance, and so like you're up against it right now and you've got to either take the time off or not, I would only take that week off if you were willing to go on vacation that week, whether it is Omaha or otherwise, whether it's a, a vacation to Omaha or somewhere else or just a staycation. Does Ole Miss have the potential to get to the College World Series? Yeah. They do. Is there anything that they have done outside of a single 17-day window over the course of 100 days 
that makes you think that this team is going to put it all together in back-to-back weekends to get there. I mean, you haven't seen it, right? No, the, the, the only time you saw Ole Miss play well for an extended period was a three-game home sweep of Missouri, who did not make the SEC baseball tournament, and then a three-game sweep of LSU. And in between those two, you had a midweek win at Southern Miss. That was the high water mark for Ole Miss baseball in 2021. Here's the thing, though, right? The way they played in that seven-game stretch gives you a little bit of hope. It, it, it showed you what the team was capable of based on what you thought they were going to be coming into the season. But then they followed that up by losing two of three at home to Texas A&M, who's obviously a really good baseball team, right? That's the number 5 national seed, and they won the West. But Texas A&M and Tennessee, for example, I mean, Tennessee's the best team in college baseball by a, a wide margin this year. They're not even in the same stratosphere. And Texas A&M is nowhere near as good as some of the elite SEC teams that we have seen through the years. They don't have dominating starting pitching, dominant starting pitching. They're pretty good offensively. And and they're getting healthier offensively as well. The, the, The point being, though, is Ole Miss played a good but not an elite team when they were playing really, really well, and they didn't play well in the first game, it was close, they dominated the second game, and they didn't play very well in the third game. So that's a lot to say. Is this Ole Miss team capable of winning the Coral Gables Regional? Yeah. I think they've got to do it in three or four games. I do not think that Ole Miss can lose game one to Arizona and win that regional. I don't think they got enough pitching. They've got to win the f- – and, and, and not only that, let me take it a step farther. I don't think they can win the sec- lose the second game and win the regional. The path for Ole Miss to win the Coral Gables regional is win game one and game two. Because then even if you lose game three, you're only going four starters deep. And I don't know who that fourth starter is, by the way. Delusia's got to be good. Elliott's got to be really good. Diamond's got to give you four innings, and you need a not-depleted bullpen going into that game. And then if you lose that one, you're going to have to slug your way to a championship game win. So McDaniel gets that start, you think? I mean, I guess. Mm-hmm. Drew McDaniel has been good twice in the last two years. And when I say good, I mean like exceptional. Against Georgia in the SEC tournament last year, he was elite. And against Southern Miss and Hattiesburg on that Tuesday night in May, he was elite. He pitched well in the Governor's Cup, too. He did. You're right. He he did pitch well in the Governor's Cup. That that is accurate. But against Texas A&M, he gave up a three-run bomb and a grand slam. Well, that that second home run should have never been allowed to happen. Uh, But but either way. But but he gave it up. I mean, history doesn't matter. I don't like when people use history as like a reason to make a bet. For example, oh, the this team hasn't won in this stadium since 1996. Well, the team that won in 96 is not 
anything relation to now. However, it still stands to point out that Ole Miss winning this regional would be an unprecedented thing under Mike Bianco. 22 years, they have never once advanced to a super regional through a road regional. Never done it. Have been to one regional final on the road, and obviously they lost it. Never done it before. The regional final was in College Station, right? That's right, where they lost to Jim Schlossnagel, right, in TCU? Yeah. 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 In 22, that's a mind-blowing that's after stat. they had beaten them the first time they played them. Yeah. That's, it's crazy to think about, but they have not advanced to a Super Regional on the road in 22 years. Haven't done it. So this would be the first time in two decades plus two that they have advanced to a Super Regional on the road. Somebody says, was the high water mark sweeping Missouri and LSU, or was it being ranked number one nationally at one point? For me, it was the, the Missouri-Southern Miss-LSU span on the schedule because they got to number one not playing well. They got to number one as a function of where they were ranked to start the season yeah. and what happened in the first month of the year. I, mean, I don't think you can – I mean, number one has to be the high water mark, and then that was the bounce back. Like That was the, the peak late season. Was the way they played there at the end. Well, it depends I mean, you're number on what, one in the nation. That has to be the high water mark. It depends on what your definition of high water mark is. So you're talking about when the team was playing its best, or the the that, that, things that's the point that I was making, or, or was trying to illustrate. The, I, I the get point, what you're saying. The but. point of the season in which they were playing the best was that Missouri Southern Miss LSU stretch. Yes, they got to number one. I'm with you, and and that's great for Twitter graphics. That's all it means, though. I mean, it's, uh, that's right, all it means. Right. Uh, being a diehard state fan, I am pulling for Ole Miss just to extend baseball season. I'm sure that's why. I'm sure. I'm sure that's why. There's no other ulterior motive there. You do you, friend. Yeah, but I mean, there are people that look at it that way. I know you are not one of them, hey, Dad, but. I watched every game of Mississippi State in the College World Series because, one, I watched college baseball, and, two, I was interested because a, state of, a team from the state of Mississippi was there. And, three, because it's that's part really, of my job. You're, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a bad example because you had to watch those games. Yeah, you, but I'm a college you, baseball you fan and, and would have watched right. it regardless. My level of interest was but, far but higher because the state was in it. The, the, the use of the word pull, were you actively cheering for Mississippi State? No. Okay. I mean, I wasn't cheering that's against the them. No, no, I mean, I wasn't. No, no, I'm just saying, but you're just like. You know what? I'm getting. If I say I'm pulling for you, I'm, I'm cheering, you know? I'm cheering for you. That's what pulling means. And I, you know, do I want to keep, I mean, honestly, it's best for us professionally for, for Ole Miss and Southern to win. So we have another week of content and we're not, you know, if they both get knocked out this week, we are, we got to dive into something else. We, we, you know, we could, we could use the content. Chris in Oxford says, "Of course, I don't know about the stripes. I only weigh a buck twenty-five. Hmm. It's true. I weigh more a than buck that. twenty-five. At your height, a buck twenty-five, you would be a bean pole, my friend. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I have a number that I want to get back to, but I can't really say that I want to get back to a certain number when I don't do anything to try and get to that number. The, the last time I went to the doctor." For you know whatever sinus infection or something like that, I stepped on the scale. I kind I kind of cringed honestly. It was it was over two bills. They, doctor cringes when I get on the scale. Well, yeah. So they're like, ooh, I need to be in that 
like 190 spot. That's where I need to be. But I Make got some work to do to get back to there. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi, quick timeout. We'll wrap up the 4 o'clock hour when we come back. We've still got 100 teams in 100 days. we got the college football fix and more with you right after this. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. No accidents or breakdowns to report at this time. Traffic picking up around the stack. Otherwise, 20, 220, 55 all running smooth. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. The place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low-interest signature loan. When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialist at Car Care Clinic Chetlu. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventive maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military seniors and all first responders every Thursday. And they're your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro. An A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE certified mechanics. Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. Buying for a business? Let Batteries Plus be your partner. Whether you have one location or many, you'll find solutions for all of your battery, lighting, phone, and tablet repair needs, plus volume discounts and more. Sign up for a free business account at batteriesplus.com slash business. Batteries Plus. I'm Lauren McGraw with Guide Go. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call Guide Go 601-879-3969. I'm Michael Guest. To get America back on the right track, we must return to conservative policies and principles. That means protecting our constitutional rights, liberties, and freedom. Getting government out of the way so our economy can grow to stop inflation and bring down prices. I'm honored to serve as your congressman, and I'm asking for your vote on June the 7th. With your support, we will put America first, now and for our children's future. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice, and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. 
Did you know that just by changing where you buy your office supplies that you can supply jobs for blind Mississippians? MIB offers over 65,000 office supplies, including office furniture and your ink and toner. We offer good customer service with budget-friendly pricing and free shipping. Shop with a purpose today, helping yourself, your business, and other Mississippians. If you buy it, give Mississippi Industries for the Blind a try. Visit us at shop at msblind.org today. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. This is a place for crazy people. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Final segment of the 4 o'clock hour. Somebody said, um, I think it was Jason, right? He said he agreed with the idea of pulling for Ole Miss to keep winning. He says, I agree with that. I love listening to Ole Miss baseball. The radio broadcasters are great. Keep winning. Um, Hey, Dad, this was one. I said, living in Baton Rouge growing up, in Starkville, I learned not to hate Ole Miss so much. I hate LSU. I pull basically for the Mississippi schools, except when they play each other, in which case I am all Hale State. You get a lot of that, too, with people who live in, like, Birmingham. They hate Alabama more. Yeah. It's understandable. It's, it's, it's an immersion thing. Yeah. If um, if you want to be a part of the conversation, you can join us on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Back with you on uh, on this Wednesday afternoon, middle of the week. The, the, we kind of alluded to it, and Borky made a joke about it earlier. The weather forecast for Coral Gables this weekend is garbage. I'm telling you, man. I mean, it, you're, there's, there's a chance that they are, I mean, they're, they're playing into Tuesday. And I think the most games they can play on Tuesday is two, right? That's the kind of the cutoff. Is if you have two games left, you can play those two on Tuesday. Otherwise, there's all those different scenarios. If you played one game, this is who goes. If you played two game, this is who goes. Mm-hmm. And on and on. Long story short, uh, hope the games get in. On Friday during the day in Miami, Potential for heavy rainfall, high of 79. Winds out of the southeast at 10 to 20. Chance of rain 100% may reach one inch. On Friday night, winds 20 to 30. Chance of rain 100%. Two to three inches of rain expected. Saturday, during the day, chance of rain 100%. Rainfall near an inch. Saturday night, chance of rain 90%. Thunderstorms in the evening. It gets a little better on Sunday, but they're calling for thunderstorms on Sunday. Sunday night's great. They should play like eight games on Sunday night. There's only a 30% chance of rain Sunday night after six inches of rain fell on that playing surface, which is natural grass. That's exciting. Yeah. You ever seen a ground ball just stop on the infield? Well, 
All right, so let's talk about this a second. Let, let, let's make this local. Let, let's not make it a Miami thing. If Mississippi State or Ole Miss, as a national seat, a top eight, is hosting a regional in Oxford or Starkville, and there is a slow-moving system coming out of the Gulf that is going to rain nonstop for three or four days. Like, it's a no-doubter. And, and you're trying to get seven baseball games in in the course of three or four days. What is your reaction to the idea of, you know what, you're better off playing the games than not playing the games Move it somewhere where they can be played. I mean, you're not happy. Uh, but but are you? No, I'm I'm saying, are you okay with that idea, or are you fighting like heck against that because the rules are built that say the one seed moves on if nothing gets played? The one seed, the host would never fight for that. They would just be like, "We're going to do the best we can. We're not moving anything, though." Yeah, we earned the right to host in our place. Our town is expecting an influx of a few thousand people in it. No, we're not moving the game. I I wouldn't even, if I were Miami, I wouldn't even consider it. If, would you guys consider it? Nope. Well, it's going to hurt. Nope. Have you looked at the forecast in the entire state of Florida? Where would you like us to play? Orlando, yeah, I mean, it's going to rain there too. Can't Orlando, play not an option. Tampa, not an option. So Cuba where, is not an option. Where would you like us to go? U.S. not an option. We're hosting in our park, and that's final. Done. Unless the NCAA were to say to them, no, there's no chance any games are getting played in this over the course of the first three days, the first two days of the tournament, we are moving it. See, I had and somebody I don't know if ask me about that. the power to do that or not. And I said, do you honestly trust the NCAA to make a proactive decision about a regional? Why would the, why would you expect them to get out ahead of this? They're not. They are very comfortable just sending Miami on if that's what it takes. I promise they, you. No question. Yep. No question they are. My guess is it's dry in Tucson. You could play it there. The forecast in Oxford is great this weekend. You could play it there. And uh, I haven't checked Buffalo, which is where Canisius is based. It's probably nice in Buffalo right now. Yeah, probably not bad. Maybe that ballpark where Toronto played all their home games last year. I don't know if the minor league team's at home or not, but that, that it's not going to happen, right? They're not moving it. They're going to do their best to play them. But it really doesn't look good. Hattiesburg looks great, though. It'll be fantastic in Hattiesburg this weekend. We'll be back. Your home for all this sports. America's music. Laura Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Heroni's Tree News. I'm Rich Dennison. President Biden today acknowledging the strain on families from nationwide shortages of infant formula as he met with manufacturers while his administration tries to address the situation by importing foreign supplies and using the Defense Production Act to speed domestic production. We have work to do, though. 
But we're making critical progress. Imports of formula from Britain and Australia that would make more than 4.5 million 8-ounce bottles of formula are set to begin next week. Russian forces are making territorial gains in eastern Ukraine. The city of Severodonetsk is now mostly controlled by the Russian army. 90% of that town is destroyed and 60% of the buildings are beyond restoration. This level of destruction is part of the Russian playbook to flatten civilian areas and then push forward. Fox's Trey Yingst is in Kiev, Ukraine. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. It's Alyssa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. On Tuesday, the Jackson City Council met to discuss a possible solution in increasing the rate of crimes committed by children ages 18 and under across the city. One solution was proposed by Councilman Aaron Banks, who believes parents should be held responsible if their child commits a crime with a handgun. Councilman Brian Grizel voiced his support of the ordinance during the meeting. And I'm all for holding parents accountable. We have to, but we're going to continue to lose Jackson. The recommended city ordinance would require parents to pay a fine and serve time in jail, with the fine and jail time set to increase with each offense. Some city councilmen did not agree, as Councilwoman Angelique Lee stated her concerns. One, locking up parents for a crime they didn't do, potentially leading to job loss, imposing uh, fines, could increase, increase poverty. To read more about the proposed ordinance for the capital city, go to supertalk.fm. From Memorial Day to Labor Day, the Mississippi Lottery is about to make summer fun again. There's lots to win from Rectech pellet grills and very cool coolers to watercraft and other hot prizes. You don't have to purchase a thing, but you have to be 21 or over. Go to mslotteryhome.com to sign up to be a lottery insider and receive emails with instructions on how to enter the 2022 Summer of Fun promotion. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, Mississippi, I can't leap the Beau Rivage in a single bound. But I do feel like a superhero because my parents got informed and we're vaccinated. So together, we stay safer and save lives. Vaccines are safe and available for children ages 5 to 11. If you were fully vaccinated five months ago or longer, the best defense is to get a booster. Be a superhero the Mississippi way. Get vaccinated or boosted today. Got questions? Connect with a physician of the Mississippi State Medical Association by visiting the MSWay.com. Tesla CEO and billionaire Elon Musk recently asked employees to return to the office or, quote, pretend to work somewhere else, according to a memo sent by email to staff members. Steve Rappaport has that story. Elon Musk says on-site work is a must for Tesla employees. 
In a leaked email with the subject line, remote work is no longer acceptable, the billionaire boss says employees who wish to work virtually need to spend a minimum of 40 hours a week in the office or leave the company. Musk thinks it's a reasonable policy, noting it's less than what is asked of factory workers, though he left a little room for flexibility in his decree. Musk saying if there are particular exceptional contributors for whom this is impossible, he will review and approve those exceptions directly. Musk is also in the process of purchasing the social media giant Twitter, a move that has been publicly commended by multiple Mississippi elected officials, including Governor Tate Reeves. For more Mississippi news, sports, and politics, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell. Hey, I'm Andy Jones from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk. Sports Talk Mississippi. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Wednesday afternoon, June first. The uh, this is the month that when we get to the end of it, we mark the halfway point of the year. It's kind of gone by in a hurry. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you. Thanks for being with us in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort is the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. If you want to be a part of the conversation, you can join us on the Ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix, driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. 2022 F-150, they're a little hard to find. They are hot. I mean, if they roll onto the lot, they are gone before you blink your eyes. So keep an eye out. Maybe uh, establish that relationship with your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Let them know that's what you want to see. That's what you're looking for, looking to jump behind the wheel of. 
and they will let you know when they've got one on the lot. 45 straight years is the number one selling truck in America, the Ford F-150. Borky, why don't you set this up? All right. So you read the quote yesterday from Greg Sankey at SEC meetings. Uh, Remember, we've talked a couple of times about this idea that the SEC is going to have their own version of a national championship and the reality of that. I'm not going to read the quote. It's long, but long story short, Greg Sankey didn't exactly say that it wasn't something they're going to consider, but he said it's in a folder somewhere. However, he did mention that when the current college football playoff deal expires, just a few years from now, there's nothing. He used the phrase, literally nothing, after that. And so it got me thinking. Reading his quotes got me thinking about some stuff you've heard from other power players in college sports. The AD at Notre Dame basically said the NCAA can and will do nothing. They're not gonna, they can't do anything. They can't enforce their rules. They are useless to us. You've seen people question the future of sports and sustainability and playoff discourse being what it is, and nothing is going to get done. So it got me thinking that Greg Sankey is telling the truth when he says that they're going to consider options when the playoff contract expires here in just a few years. I think he is Mm -hmm. telling the truth. I think a breakaway in college sports is absolutely imminent. I think it's going to happen at least in football. Maybe the other sports stick around like we have precedent for that in smaller sports. But in football, a breakaway, in my opinion, is coming. However, I don't think it's going to be just the SEC. I think the Big Ten will not, quote-unquote, let that happen because they will want to hitch themselves to the wagon that is the SEC. And the SEC looks at the Big Ten, I assume, as a competent financial partner. The Big Ten is the only league in college football that is comparable to the SEC in terms of interest, fan base size, money, stadiums, markets, and competitive programs. They check all of the boxes that the SEC checks slightly less, but they are absolutely comparable. Unlike the Big 12, unlike the ACC, unlike the Pac-12. So if I'm right, and the Big Ten and the SEC would collab and join forces to create their own college football playoff model, first of all, do you agree with that? And second, what would that look like? And are we headed towards another round of conference realignment to make that happen? Hmm. I mean, I think you hit on something on the more likely for football only. Right? I mean, the NCAA is a disaster, but it works for men's and women's basketball. It works for baseball and softball. It works for soccer. And and not to say that whatever this SEC, Big Ten, plus a few others entity is couldn't run championship events. I mean, good grief. I could run championship events. And that's not being, I'm not being flippant when I say that. I've just spent some time working in event production and logistics. It's about attention to detail and having the budget to pull stuff off. And if you've got the budget and you attend, you know, attend to the details and you got good people working with you, you can put on great events. As big or small, flashy or plain as you want. 
You can do that. You don't have to have the NCAA to run championship events. It's a it's a logistics thing. They already don't remember the college football playoff is not overseen by the NCAA. Completely no, but, separate entity. But but they run all the other. That's what I'm saying. They right. run all the other. The baseball and the softball and the men's and women's basketball and the lacrosse and all of those things. I, I I guess the point that I was just making was it works now, but it could work with somebody else running it as well. So what's the benefit at this point? Of the NCAA. I mean, do you believe at all in college athletics as it exists? Or is is the separation so vast between the top 50 programs in college football and everybody else that it just it doesn't work? And remember, that separation financially is only going to get more significant between the Big that Ten, SEC, and everybody else. That separation is already huge within the conferences. What's the separation between Mississippi State and Alabama? I mean, that's huge. Hundred million. Who's the fiftieth? Eighty-five million. Well, who's, what's the, well, what's the fiftieth biggest football program? What's the difference in their budget between them and, and Alabama or Texas or, or them and Mississippi State? Yeah, I mean, it's probably quite big. And then, like we said, when this new SEC, we talked, we really are hitting on a lot of things. You guys will be excited. I talked about this kind of stuff on the podcast for a change. And uh, I just want you to talk about, about it on how, this show. I am talking about it. I'm talking about it right I now. I love it. Right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. When, when, when this new SEC deal happens, that, that gap just grows yeah. between Mississippi State and whoever is 50, Kansas State or Cincinnati, whoever it is. You know that that gap just just grows. So this is it. Feels like it's a worst case scenario that we're talking about. Compl- we're basically imploding FBS and 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 creating a, an entirely new system. But there is there's a reasonable amount of logic that says this is where it's going to head. That the SEC and the Big Twelve are going to say, or the Big Ten. Big I'm 10. sorry. We'll say we'll say. We need to put. We need to get about eight to ten more teams, and then we're done with the NCAA. We're going to run this the way we want to. All right. So, so what's the number? Right. The SEC we know is three years away from sixteen teams. The Big Ten is currently at fourteen teams. That right? Are they at twelve or fourteen? Fourteen. Well, they're fourteen. They're, they're at fourteen. Yeah. So that's thirty. But you got to get the same number in both. So. Do you simply add two more to the Big Ten and go, okay, you're at 32, or are you more likely to go, you know what, let's do 24 in the SEC, 24 in the Big Ten? Which, by the way, 24 is kind of an unmanageable number for what we've been talking about with scheduling models, right, where you want to play everybody? It's kind of hard to do that. Right. Well, they they figured out COVID pretty quick, so they can adjust it again, no problem. So, so if you go think, 24 in both, the SEC, after Texas and Oklahoma, has got to add eight more, and the Big Ten has got to add ten more. So that means there are 14 but, slots. I'm sorry, 18 slots to be filled to take you to 48 teams. But, but I mean, it seems like it's not enough teams. But if the Big Ten got Notre Dame and Southern Cal, who am I missing? 
I mean, Clemson maybe. Clemson, Florida State, Miami. Florida State and Miami. But, I mean, Florida State and Miami haven't, aren't college football playoff contenders. Right yeah, now. but that, they, that, those are schools that it's okay. I mean, North it's Carolina. fine for them to be in. Virginia, Virginia It's fine Tech. for them to be in. But I'm saying if I, if I could just get Notre Dame and Southern Cal, you might be willing to call it a day there. Be like that, That's enough. Because we got everybody that, that's outside of Clemson and I guess Oregon in year one, Florida State in year one, we've got everybody that's ever been in the playoff. You're right. But I don't think you're necessarily you trying to... to make it exclusive. I mean, right, you're trying to put no, you together aren't, but... the most. But, but, but here's the other thing. You need this to be more than a regional thing. You need it to be a national thing. So you need to pull. I just got Notre Dame, and and I got the the biggest team on the West Coast. uh, Hold on, we'll figure this out in a second. Sports Talk Mississippi. Well, we might not, but we'll try. More coming up right after this. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. No accidents or breakdowns to report at this time. Traffic picking up around the stack. Otherwise, 20, 220, 55 all running smooth. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. The place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low interest signature loan. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. This is Joe Rooks. Create your own Gravely Zero Turn More Package and save big at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Pick your Gravely More, pick your trailer for as low as $97 a month. And for just $10 a month more, you can add a steel, trimmer, blower, and chainsaw. Plus, 0% interest. Revel is Mississippi's largest Gravely dealer. And that means great selection, savings, and service. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com and Facebook. Revel and Gravely, brands you can trust. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. Now ain't gonna troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. 
Why trust Coleman Taylor Transmissions to repair your transmission? We are dedicated at doing only transmission repair. Okay, so we have a lot of people that call, do you do engine work, do you do general repair? And we're like, no. They're like, golly, y'all have treated me so well. I'd love it if you did well. The fact of the matter is the reason we can treat people so well at this one thing is because that's all we do. You know the old adage, go do one thing and do it well? We kind of want to stick to that. Call Coleman Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. All right, so the question is, you got 18 spots, right? You need to add. So we were talking to saying, you hey, Dad says, well, if you pick up Southern Cal and Notre Dame and you put them in the Big Ten and you got the 16 teams in the SEC, you're good enough, right? Good enough. Let's do it. Carry on. I'm not sure that's a, a representative enough sample size. I'm not saying you can't do it. And look, maybe you maybe you want to punish the ACC and the Pac-12. You had your little alliance. You derailed the the, the twelve team playoff. So now it's time for uh, the the chickens are coming home to roost. I want to picture Greg Sankey like Willy Wonka. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. I like that. Yes. And and whether the but SEC and the Big Ten really like each other, they are comparable enough that they kind of have to be bedfellows. Yeah. Who are we picking up that's not in the South, is my question. We already have the South. Who are we picking up? Florida this, look, State, that, Miami, Clemson. They're in the but, South. But this Where, is not... This, hold on. This is not... We're trying to find TV markets. This okay. is... What are the schools that can compete? They okay. can afford to I mean, first, play Although, first level. off, I'm going to say that I disagree. It should all be all about TV markets. It's all about money. That's all we care about in this scenario. But you're, that's fine. You're, but hey, Dad, you want to strengthen the overall product while also broadening it, right? Okay, so okay, the state of Florida so then, is a massive TV market. You got to add Florida. I'm going to take Florida State and Miami and Miami. You got to do Miami also. It's enough of a national yeah, I mean, brand. Okay. I feel like Miami is more on the come up than than Florida State is right now. Okay. All right. So so here's what who here's who I highlighted from the ACC: Clemson, Florida State, Miami, mm-hmm. North Carolina. Virginia, Virginia Tech. Do you have to put NC State in there also? I don't know that you have to put. I think Virginia they could in, compete. To be honest, they, I think they could. They could compete. They'd be okay. Virginia. Yeah, I'm going yeah, kind of, to highlight NC State. Okay. All right. So from the current ACC, that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's leaving out Duke. Leaving out Boston College, leaving out Georgia Tech and Louisville, leaving out Pittsburgh, leaving out Syracuse, and leaving out Wake Forest. Just weird because Pittsburgh just won that. I just won the conference. Just but, won the conference, and, and, and look, they played the, Wake Forest, and not there either. As part of this exercise, nobody that is currently part of the Big Ten or part of the SEC is getting kicked out. 
So you can say all day long, well, Vanderbilt doesn't belong. Well, sorry, they've been there since the beginning. They're the part of the lucky you-know-what club. To some degree, Ole Miss and State fall into that category. Geographically, they were in the right place. That was the footprint. They're charter members. They're not going anywhere. Say that. I mean, Arkansas got added way on down the line. I think the school you left out that it makes the most sense from the ACC is Louisville. Why? That's a big market. They they have historically been competitive. They just they're in a, a lull right now. That's probably the best the best of the ones you left out. You know, to me, and and you can throw you can throw Miami right back in my face, but Louisville is so different than all of those other schools, except for Miami, that they are a city mm-hmm. school instead of a state school. That's true. Clemson is a state. Yeah, Clemson's a state university. Clemson's not I mean, a it state is, school. It's, it's, it's named after a city. What do we want? Yeah, so is Auburn. Yeah, Auburn. What are we talking about? I don't understand what a, a, a you mean. It's just university like university versus like a, a Memphis, a Cincinnati, a Louisville. Okay, th- th- there's a difference. Clemson is a major state university. Auburn is a major state university. So Louisville is not a major Kentucky university. Historically, no. The University of Kentucky, okay. they're not, hey, Dad. They were the Metro Conference and the, the Great Midwest Conference and the... So was Florida State. Yeah. Florida State was in the Metro Conference. Florida State's newish, though, still as a university. Yeah, they were a teacher's college until, like, they were a girls' college for most what, of their the existence. 60s or like yeah, the anyway. 50s or the 60s or something, yeah. But we don't have to debate the merits of I'm sure somebody in Louisville would be incredibly angry at me. I just look at that a little bit differently. That doesn't make it right or okay. wrong, and, and you can tell me I'm crazy. That's fine. Let's just hold on on Louisville for now. So we got seven from the ACC. There were a total of 18 spots to fill. Who in the Big 12 do you want to add? Nobody. Oklahoma Nobody. State? Maybe. No. Maybe. I, I think Baylor is the best of, of this group. They With Aranda right now, they certainly could compete, but that's it. West Virginia does nothing for you? No. No, no, no. See, I would argue in favor of Oklahoma State. Good, strong football, good, strong basketball traditionally. Invested hugely in baseball. Plenty of money. Well, they invested hugely in football. Well, the, the thing is, if you're trying to get up to 48, which I, I think is a good, solid number for what this would be trying to accomplish, well, you, 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 you would have some. to add them. So You're going to have to take some, some more Mississippi State, Ole Miss kind of programs that are not the top tier, but you just got to have got to have some more teams. All right, so let's come back to the Big 12 in a second. We've got seven from the ACC, and I'm going to take Oklahoma State for right now because that gets you to eight. And you've still got to add ten more schools to make this work. So let's go to the Pac-12. Well, hold on. Add add Notre Dame. Add Notre Dame. So that's they're in. Well, of course they're in. Or did you put them... Well, I mean, we okay, haven't mentioned okay. them. Though, I'm sorry, you didn't I have put not mentioned Notre Dame. You're right. They were they were one line off on my spreadsheet. 
Right. Okay, so now you've got nine spots to fill. USC. Cal. USC. Okay. Oregon. Washington. Oregon. Now, now, hold on just a second before we start doing this, willy-nilly, with the, with the Pac-12 teams. Mm-hmm. You, you've heard the argument, so many people are leaving California to move to Texas, that Texas, if they're not careful, is going to end up with the exact same problems that California had because the people that are leaving California think they're going to go to Texas to get it better, but they bring their stupid ways with them, and they screw Texas up in the process. I just want to throw that out there before we start adding Oregon and Washington and whoever else from the West Coast. But we know that Oregon and Washington are invested in in. Oh, I don't know about that football. about Washington. Washington's in Seattle. No, 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 I, no, no, I understand about football. But I'm talking about the people who were willing to throw away a football season just two years ago and go, oh, we can't do it. The world's going to come to an end. You want to invite them to this party? You sure? Well, I mean, we can go back to just getting Notre Dame and USC. Well, maybe so. I'm just I'm just thinking out loud here. Before we kick Oklahoma State and say, I'm sorry, you're not worthy, I'm just saying. Washington has been in the playoff. Oregon has been in the playoff. USC is a traditional power, even though they, they haven't been great recently. You know that their ceiling is super high. But remember, they're going to get in. If you do this, it wouldn't be them making the call. It wouldn't be the commissioner of the Pac 12 making the call on something right. like that. It's the schools. It's, it's these guys. Yeah. But. So if that's the end of it, right, if you stop with the Pac-12, USC, Washington, and Oregon, by my count, I've still got five spots left. By the way, we we have nothing. The mountain time zone is useless to college football at this point. Yes, it is. There is nothing happening in the mountain time zone. I love Folsom Field. Well, Utah could compete. Uh, Utah could compete. I'll give you Utah. You can put Utah. I love Colorado. It's a great spot for college football. I love it when there's snow and you, the Colorado spelled out and the, and the Buffalo on the field. Love it. But what are we talking about? It's not 1991. Darian Hagan's not walking through that door. Mm-hmm. Or Sean Salon. With Utah, you've got 44. So Cordell two 22-team conferences. They're gone. Yes. So how, so you, 44, 22-team so com- Adding Utah gets me to 44. It feels like that's a number. I mean, like, I mean, I guess that's work. It, and, and you could just cut like some from of a scheduling down. standpoint that gets to a weird. You're going to 22, and then you're going to right. 11, and that, that. well, you you could cut some of this down, obviously. But but what I am seeing on this paper right here that I have written down both conferences, all that is viability. I, I th- this is something that would work. Who, who did we have from the Pac-12? All, I've got USC. Uh, Washington, Oregon, Utah. Utah. Yeah. Um, and, and oh, by the way, like for five for years ago, we saying, would have had Stanford in, but not now. Yeah, for all that I was saying a second ago, I think maybe the overall or the overarching point I'm making is hey, you're welcome to come to the party, but bring what I tell you to bring. You know, I, I don't need a bowl of tofu at the barbecue. If I tell you to bring, bring a side of potato beans, salad with the raisins in it. If I tell you to bring a side of baked beans, the only thing you better add is some bacon. It's kind of the point that I'm making. We're in charge. This is our party. 
you're welcome to attend, but you're not making the rules. And you're not setting the menu. Sounds like a hate ad cookout there. I like it. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 70. Thursday, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 91. Thursday evening, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 69. And for your finally Friday, mostly sunny conditions, a slight chance of afternoon showers, high near 89. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. This is Michael Cassidy. I've spent my career as a fighter pilot in the Navy, and now I'm running for Congress in the Republican primary here in Mississippi's 3rd District. Our district represents the best of America. We're pro-life, pro-American, and pro-Trump. But Congressman Guest has not upheld these principles. Congressman Guest voted to give $1.1 billion of your taxpayer dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. He's voted to bring in an unlimited number of foreign workers that take our jobs and suppress our wages. And he was one of the few Republicans to join Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats in voting for the January 6th Commission. Unlike guests, I oppose sending even one penny of your money to Planned Parenthood. I support securing our border, limiting foreign worker visas, a moratorium on legal immigration, and banning foreign ownership of U.S. land. I'll fight to fix our country's broken election system and get President Trump back in the White House in 2024. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-Trump, America first Republican running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. I'm Michael Carson, run for congressman of District 2. I want to see this district reach its full potential. To accomplish this, there will have to be a change. To make this happen, I will keep an honest, an open ear, and an open mind to guide by what the people want. If you want to make a change, it is time to take action. On June 7th, vote Michael Carson, Congressman of District 2. Together, we can make a difference. God bless. This message paid for and approved by Michael Carson for Congress. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. On Tuesday, the Jackson City Council met to discuss a possible solution in increasing the rate of crimes committed by children ages 18 and under across the city. One solution was proposed by Councilman Aaron Banks, who believes parents should be held responsible if their child commits a crime with a handgun. Councilman Brian Grizel voiced the support of the ordinance during the meeting. And I'm all for holding parents accountable. We have to, but we're going to continue The recommended city ordinance would require parents to pay a fine and serve time in jail, with the fine and jail time set to increase with each offense. Some city councilmen did not agree, as Councilwoman Angelique Lee stated her concerns. One, locking up parents for a crime they didn't do, potentially leading to job loss, uh, imposing fines, could increase 
reduce poverty. To read more about the proposed ordinance for the capital city, go to supertalk.fm. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polk's. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polk's meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polk's is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polk's. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. You know I love sports. On Super Talk Mississippi. All right, so if you happen to be listening to Sports Talk Mississippi this afternoon in Ames, Iowa, and you're angry at us, sorry. Or if you're listening in Corvallis and you're mad, Sorry. And I do feel like it's like we're cherry-picking right here. But we're kind of making ourselves the the overseer of the way college football gets reshaped. Well, you think Greg Sankey and the Big Ten are not going to cherry-pick? I mean, seriously. Of course they are. This, do you agree? Do you think that this is coming? By the way, you never answered that question. My pie-in-the-sky thing that, that these people are telling us that this is coming and, and all of that, do you think that that's reality? <sighs> I don't know. And I know that's not how I'm supposed to answer, right? I'm no, supposed to have a big old flaming hot take. I, I just don't know. It's, it's, I do think that there is a division that is inevitable at some point. I mean, because the gap is, it, it's, it's going from a gap to a chasm. This would be one of the biggest changes in sports that any of us have, like, Maybe the biggest change since the merger of the NFL and the AFL. How'd that work? That's out, what by we're the way. talking about here. Worked out really well. So, but but that's why it's just difficult to wrap your head around the idea that maybe forty-eight teams are just going to say we're we're done with the NCAA. We're going to play by our own rules. I mean, it's diff- It's it's just tough to to you know to get that into your head and make it work. I get that. You know. Just because you could do it on uh, on EA Sports doesn't mean you can do it in real life. I just I hear a usually pragmatic guy say things uh, when it comes to the playoff expansion debate that was shut down, even though he stuck his neck out for that. And now this, uh, in, in three years, we have nothing. 
and nobody at the table when they talk about the future of the sport and its postseason are going to agree on anything. And then he's going to look at his conference's financials and the Big Ten's financials where they are doubling that of third place and think, why do I need them at my table anymore? All right, so so we got five spots to fill. Here's where we are in, in our quest to get to 48. At least on, on my on my chart. Hey, Dad, I did not highlight one that you suggested, but I could be convinced maybe. Louisville? F- no, I, I didn't highlight Louisville either. I did okay. not highlight Baylor. 14 from the SEC okay. and 14 from the Big Ten. From the ACC, Clemson, Florida State, Miami, North Carolina, NC State, Virginia, Virginia Tech, and then Notre Dame kind of falls into the pseudo-ACC category. From the Big 12, Oklahoma State, of course, in addition to Texas and Oklahoma. From the Pac-12, Oregon, Southern Cal, Utah, and Washington. That's 43 teams right now. So, you got to add five more to get to our magic 48 number. And in and bracketology terms, these are the last five in. The last five. Like, we are, and I think we are really picking nits. I mean, what, 48 is the number that really works? And if you want to go, yeah. if you want to jump it from 48, you've really got to go to 64. Or 64. to 62. There's, Could you go to 60? There really 60, aren't. No, 64 would be the next there really aren't sixty. There really aren't 60 programs that can compete. I mean, there, there really aren't 48 programs that can compete, to be totally honest. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to 64, then you're taking the existing Power Five conferences in Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and then you're going to. You might add. You might add like Memphis, or I don't know. That's that's that's, that's no, 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 no. So give me five you're, more. You're taking the existing f- Power Five programs, and you got to subtract six. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. No, so if we need five more, four. if we if we need five more, let's just let's stick to that. Let's let's stay on target here, guys. All right, so five more. Is there anybody then else in the Pac-12? Arizona, Arizona well, let's State. Put the two that we have. Eh. I mean, Arizona won one football game last year. I mean, I'm sure they'll get better, but how much better are they going to get? Cal, UCLA. Cal is a hard no for me. UCLA is one that I can be convinced of. Okay. Good national brand. You mentioned basketball. And what, but we're there. doing football only here. This is a football only thing right. for right now. Well, now, yeah, but we'll, you mentioned we'll, we'll, basketball for Oklahoma State. Oh, I know. We were just talking about Oklahoma State as like an overall profile. Okay, okay. I, I well, was I would, UCLA yeah, could be in. Yeah, I was mentioning Oklahoma State basketball and baseball because of kind of the injection of capital they've had into their facilities. Right, right, okay. And okay. kind of like where they are overall. UCLA. Okay. All right. My Colorado. Five. UCLA. UCLA, Louisville, Baylor. I'm putting those two, those those guys in. Uh, so I need two more. I'm not, no, Colorado, no. Um, honestly, like what do we have in the Northeast? Do I go to Boston College? No. I mean, what's the difference between Boston College and Arizona? 
I mean, you, you disdain for Boston College, Arizona, you're like, maybe. Well, well why don't I want to get some eyeballs in the north into New England? Who watches Boston College football anyway? Who watches Arizona football? That's more of a brand than Boston College. I get. I mean, I guess. Um. What about BYU? BYU is because that's a great choice. Actually, they belong. They do. Yeah, there's a there's a religious undertone to this. You know, Catholics are going to watch Notre Dame. Mormons are going to watch BYU. I I can live with BYU. Okay. Is Cincinnati a choice? Do you know what I was about to say? UCF. Ooh, I like that. I do like that. You like UCF or Houston? UCF. They they are and they're about to upgrade the bounce house too, by the way. The renderings look phenomenal. Like they're they're serious about winning there. Yeah, Mike Bianchi on line one, finally happy. <laughs> that guy. But, I mean, I, I the more we do this, I said this a second ago, but I, I see this happening. I, I see this working. And, and there's so many ways that this wouldn't... One, somebody on the text line said, is this killing other sports? No, because you already have, not football, but precedent where... <laughs> You have teams that compete on various levels. You have Furman football that plays at the FCS level, basketball, FBS level. The entire Southern Conference is that way. You've got South Carolina men's soccer that competes in the Conference USA, if I remember it correctly. So there's precedent for operating on different levels and in different leagues depending on the sport. Have Do you know that Villanova has a football team? They do. So there's precedent for that already. You can still even have situations where a Southern Miss can get their bye game in Tuscaloosa. Because the Sun Belt, I was telling Richard at the break, the Sun Belt is not going to say, oh, you guys are breaking away, we're not taking your money anymore. They'll still gladly play SEC teams and take their money. So you can still have those. The FCS teams are still going to have that. And then you have this super conference where everybody's relatively equal, where you can set your own rules, have your own transfer portal. NIL is something that you can actually like figure out among the big boys with competence, run a tournament that is not just four teams, have some parity, and make a ton of money, which is the most important thing. That's more viable and sustainable than what we currently have as a structure in the sport. It, it is. But here's the thing. With the new money that's going to be generated of this, and I mean, this is only going to work if there's more new money to kind of spread and level the playing field a little bit. Which I'm not sure that the SEC and the Big Ten, frankly, are that interested in. I don't know that they're really interested in leveling the playing field. I'm going to guess that Greg Sankey and Kevin Warren and the presidents and the ADs kind of like looking out and seeing this vast amount of separation. But I think what we're trying to do is maybe what we think is best for the product of college football. And by the way, all of these other schools continue to play football just because you're not part of this group of 48 that leaves you with what, like 96 schools that are still yeah. playing football? And guess what? There's a playoff there and a national championship there. 
and they would pull some teams up from the FCS level, I assume, and they could... I don't know that it's necessary to pull teams up from the FCS level. You don't have to. Somebody said you can't leave out the trees of Stanford. Eh. Five years ago, that would have been true. I mean, Patrick a second ago says, so what happens to SMU, Hawaii, etc.? Well, nothing. They keep playing football. But the separation between SMU and Hawaii and the SEC and the Big Ten and, you know, whomever else is vast. SMU boosters might be like, hey, we can get back in this. We, we, we can bring back the old ways. Bring us in. And look, the argument that I would make for, well, you're, you're creating an elite class. No, there's already an elite class. What you're doing is creating a level playing field for two different classes, and you create an opportunity to actually win big at a smaller level and actually win big at a lower level. You make the argument that it's actually worse for the bottom teams of this super conference setup than it is for the others. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. No accidents or breakdowns to report at this time. Traffic picking up around the stack. Otherwise, 20, 220, 55 all running smooth. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. The place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low interest signature loan. When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialists at Car Care Clinic Jet Lube. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventative maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and offers responders every Thursday and is your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro, an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASC's certified mechanics. Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Car Care Clinic, we want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the Ford trucks of the future for everyone. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks for 45 years straight. Made for performance and capability on and off-road. Because the trucks of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford F-Series. Drive one today. Based on 1977 to 2021 calendar year total sales. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. 
This is Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress here in Mississippi's 3rd District. While inflation and illegal immigration are hurting Mississippi families, Congressman Guest has different priorities. He joined Biden and Pelosi and voted to send $53 billion of your tax dollars to Ukraine. Ukraine is not in our national interest, but fighting inflation and illegal immigration are. And when elected, they will be my priorities. I'm Michael Cassidy, America First Republican for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. Supertalk.fm. Supertalk.fm. Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. Hello, I'm Kenny Francis from Corning, Arkansas. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Arkansas 2022 Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go, let's go. This is your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. That sounds like a good tourism slogan for Mississippi. All are welcome, but don't bring tofu to the barbecue. <laughs> Very fair. <laughs> we got a, a good text here, and a buddy of mine actually texted me the same thing. This seems like the perfect situation to bring the Premier League relegation promotion system in. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. And you could do it with FCS. You could do a third tier. You could bring up the top FCS teams into whatever we're calling the second tier, and the bottom could go down to FCS for a year and then play that game. That would be very interesting to me. That would be incredible. It would also require everybody to work in lockstep with each other on to work together. television yeah, money and all that stuff. And Which is what they do in England. That's, that's Everything trickles down from the Premier League. So I don't know. I don't know how it would work. But can you imagine the relegation Saturday? If your team was like on the bubble of going down, oh my gosh. The incredible drama for for even the bottom teams. Hey, Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by M-Trade Park. You can find them online at mtradepark.com. Only a few weeks left in the spring season of the schedules. If uh, if you're looking for uh, tournaments here at the uh, the end of the spring season before we kind of get into the summertime break, 
Be sure to check them out online at mtradepark.com. Best facility, one of the best facilities in the state of Mississippi, maybe the best playing surfaces that you'll find anywhere. U-Triple-S-A baseball, fast pitch, and also soccer tournaments. They'll take a little bit of a break in the month of July, then things will ramp back up in August. Be sure if you are playing that you are playing M-Trade Park, visit mtradepark.com. And uh, don't forget, if you're looking for a baseball league this summer for the month of July and you're a junior high or high school player, check out Cotton States League, cottonstatesleague.com. That's the website. Again, cottonstatesleague.com. Last year they had 26 teams. Great facilities, great coaches, great experience, great competition. Be sure that that is part of your summer baseball plan, especially if you're in North Mississippi. We've got junior high and high school leagues, a July league, and then one in the fall as well. Again, that's cottonstatesleague.com. So, I, I don't, I mean, this was a fun exercise, and it's a fun exercise to work your way through when there's not a whole lot going on. As we're kind of in that little in-between between conference baseball tournaments and the start of college baseball postseason, we're 94 days away. By the way, we missed our team, 100 teams in 100 days. We'll do that tomorrow. We'll, we'll do two tomorrow. It's fun when we do two. Oh. Who was we the team got today? wrapped up in what we were doing. Yeah. I didn't look, on the, I didn't look at that part of the uh, rundown. Who was our team? Borky's mad at you. All right, great talk. Wyoming. Ah, oh, that would have been a good one to have. Borky, I was I was trying to think earlier how to incorporate stories from the trip to Laramie back we, in We mentioned Wyoming on this show today. We did. Yet we we absolutely did. So we'll pick up Wyoming tomorrow. They're team number 94 on the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. And we'll get team number 93 tomorrow as well. So we'll do a, a couple of those. Um, we got plenty to get to. But this is... Um, while this is a very hypothetical exercise right now, I think Borky's point is is a good one. The more you look at it, the more you go, well, the world is changing. And that's the reason that this is a relevant conversation, right? We know that college football is in the process of changing. And because the leaders of college football were not able to get to a, an agreement on a 12-team playoff, or, or any expansion of the playoff, the clock is ticking. And the current contract ends in 2025? Is that right? Three 25 more or 26? Three years left. And so now is your time to, if you want to reshape things, now's the time to reshape them. There is a vast difference between the top of college football and the bottom of college football. Frankly, there's a pretty big difference between the middle of college football and the top of college football. And there's a big difference between the middle of college football and the bottom of college football in terms of budgets. And there's a big difference between the Big Ten and the SEC. The ACC, Big 12, and Pac-12 are not going to be able to compete financially eight years from now if things stay as they are. And so how's that going to change? And so it may take some kind of radical thinking, some crazy ideas, some reshaping of the landscape. It's just something to think about as we're now three months and change from kickoff of the 2022 college football season. 
Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us in the Pearl River Resort Studios on this Wednesday afternoon. We'll do it again tomorrow. Good night. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services A Super Talk Mississippi media production.